bottle up tonight, so we'll try and best keep you informed in the limited time we've got. Uh, but, Father, I want to bring you into the broadcast now. Father Michael Leitner, the uh, former offensive lineman for Eastern Michigan University. Uh, you've seen a few high school football games this year. Atmosphere is great here tonight here in Woodstock, Illinois. And we've got our first conference game of the season between these two teams in the Eastern Suburban Catholic Conference. Well, I think what you're looking at tonight is you're going to look at some good hard uh, running. Uh, both teams are running the ball. Sometimes they spread it out and they go to the pass, but... This game is going to be won or lost in the trenches today. The defensive line's pretty big as I'm looking at the players. The offensive line got some speed, got some size, and I think it's going to be the running backs that are going to steal the show tonight. Yeah, and also it'll be a battle, I think, of quarterbacks as well as uh, both teams have successful quarterbacks. Gavin Scott, the junior for Marion Central, uh, a team that's uh, that's blown out their two, two opponents in the first two games by a total of 91 to nothing. So Gavin Scott actually hasn't gotten as many reps as his opponent, uh, Jack Schneider, has. Jack Schneider, a third-year starter uh, for Bennett Academy, the senior. So we're just about ready to kick off here as Bennett is going to be kicking from the north end zone to the south end zone to Marion Central. And we are just about to be underway here. And the ball is up. Fielded by Wyatt Awe just in front of the goal line. Goes to the middle of the field, heads the 20, spins out of a tackle, and is brought down at the 16-yard line. Marion will take over, going right to left. Boy, that was a great job, him holding on to the ball. He got hit a second and a third time, and he tucked that ball, rolled with it, and he ended up right back on his feet, bouncing up to the huddle. Wyatt Awe was our Sports Faith International Player of the Week, and maybe during halftime we might be able to play a little bit of that interview as I had a chance to talk to him about being the recipient of that award this week. I want to thank you all for joining us here on WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio. Just underway, first quarter between Marion Central and Bennett Academy. From the shotgun, Gavin Scott, two backs to beside him. Hands off, running over to the left, escaping one tackle. Still on his feet. And still on his feet, falls down at the 26. As short gain makes it second, I'm sorry, seven yard gain makes it second and three. Well, that's a great way to start out the ball game and running the ball. When you get seven yards, your offensive line is moving. It's creating some gaps in there. And they sealed off that end very well and got him out and bounced him to the outside. Second and three, 11-20 left here in the first quarter in the first minute of action from George Harding Field from the shotgun. Snap to Gavin Scott. He's got a pass, connects, and pushed out of bounds at the 35-yard line. That'll be enough for a hurricane first down. Yeah, that was a nice little, uh, just a little out route there that he popped to the sideline, and he stepped right out, turned around, and was shoved out. But I'll tell you what, that's an effective play when those DBs are playing off the wide receiver like that. Now, Coach Mike Maloney for Marion Central, uh, Gavin Scott is only 6-for-9 coming into this game passing. Now he's 7-for-10, a 70% success rate there after that completion to Jake Potoff, and uh, Coach Maloney was saying that they will be going to a little bit more of their spread offense, a little bit more passing. Man in motion, as that's a handoff over to the right-hand side, not much of a gain there, as Joey Petrick is able to get some sort of momentum there. Kind of a little counter right, he, he put that man in motion, handed it off, the snap was right there, he barely had to touch it and give it to the uh, wing back there off to the right side. 
uh, they met him with some resistance there. And uh, that offensive tackle, he did not hold that corner as well as he could. Uh, but I think if the offensive line gets here, we're looking at a good drive so far in the first quarter. Bennett Academy is a team that got outscored 46-47 to in their two games. They lost to St. Lawrence in the first week, and in week two last week, a victory at home against Notre Dame. Man in motion, fake handoff. Scott's going to take it himself, runs forward, tackled right up the middle, short gain. It should be about a three- or four-yard gain. Uh, he stopped at the 41 there. He got hit pretty hard, but he tucked that ball well, and uh, that was a designed um, kind of a, counter sneak type of thing he faked that counter and he drove his back leg up and he pushed right up that center hole and got about three yards on that play so they're not afraid to let gavin scott kind of make the decisions right there in the middle of the action he has a few rushes this year for touchdowns i believe two on the season uh one each against bowen and in week two against morris marshall up in wisconsin so that makes it third down and five just under 10 minutes left here in the first quarter from the pistol hybrid, a snap to Scott. He drops back, looking for a pass. He's got a little bit of room in front of him and is brought down just about at the line of the scrimmage. And it looks like that was Stephen Aerosmith that brought him down. That'll make it fourth down now, and Marion Central brings out their punt team. It looked like uh, he got some pressure there from the outside, stepped up in the pocket, had no choice but to kind of take a few steps forwards, and he had pressure closing down all around him. I think he actually lost a half a yard there, uh, maybe a loss of one. So fourth down and six, just about nine, 10 left in the first quarter, no score. As Marion Central will get ready to punt. High snap. That one up in the air, nearly blocked. And will fall down at the 30. They're gonna let that roll to the 25, where it's eventually downed by a Marion player. That was a great job by Bennett to stay away from that football. They didn't want it, any concerns with that ball in the air. It was fluttering, it's hard to handle. They did the right thing, they stayed back, and they're gonna take the ball here in the 30. Not much wind here today. We were expecting some storms in the area, but we've stayed lucky so far. As Bennett will take over at their own 25 yard line. 8.52 left to play in the first quarter as Bennett has their first offensive series of the evening. Looks like there's a little delay in the field here. Uh, they're trying to get the marker ready and the ball switched in. I think each team uses a different ball. Is that correct in uh, high school football if you want? I believe so. I believe each team provides their own ball. Not sure if they regulate it enough to check and see if the air is in that. A little nod to some of the stuff going on in the NFL right now. Hand off to the inside. Stopped at the line of scrimmage as there's a slew of Marion tacklers. There might be a loss of yardage. He did get back to the line of scrimmage, but then was pushed back by about three or four different Marion tacklers. The linebackers really came down and, and slid downhill there. Uh, we're going with the no huddle. I'll turn it back to you, Paul. All right, so that'll be second down and 10 as they mark it right back at the 25. Two wide receivers on the right, and that'll be an encroachment penalty on Marion. Riley Lambert getting right ahead of the offensive line for Bennett, so that'll move the ball up five yards. Boy, those linebackers on uh, Bennett are amped up. They're right at the line of scrimmage. They're bouncing in and out of defensive line players there, and that quarterback, you know, it's good to get that hard cone in there. He got extra five yards right there. Second and five from the 30-yard line. Schneider in shotgun he throws over finds the pass Caught. connecting i thought that one was going to be way ahead of him but catching up to that one 23 on the play that's gonna be jack eschenbach 
A 6'7 wide receiver, a tall guy just lunging forward. Great timing there between Schneider and Eschenbach. And that's going to be a Bennett first down. Makes it first and 10 at their own 47, 8.08 to play in the first quarter. Looks like he's consistently coming out of the shotgun here. Two receivers on the left-hand side from shotgun, and he connects on that one. Should be enough for a first down as he finds Tyler Bautista. Nice little post play to the inside. He got underneath coverage, and he got that first down. Uh, or right short of the first down. I'm surprised there might not be a measurement. Nope, they're saying uh, second and one. Going with the no huddle. Bennett on second and one, 740 left to play. And Schneider. Looks to the bench. Yeah, trying to maybe change the play. The back moves to the right of him, even with him. Drops back to pass. Oh, he's going long. up the middle deep, and that one is overthrown, intended for C.J. Burke. Uh, missed him high. Uh, just got a little excited there. I imagine that adrenaline is rolling in him right now, and he threw that a little high. But uh, he was open there for a minute. Yeah, when you have the rhythm that, that Schneider has so far early on in the game, connecting on the last two passes, you can't really blame him for going up the middle like that, just trying to... Uh, keep the defensive backs honest for Marion Central. So I like the play there, but now that sets up third and one. So they need a first down here to keep their drive alive. And the whistle is blown as the ball is snapped. Might have a false start penalty on Bennett. We'll see what the call is. I think Scott there when he was calling the singles, oh, it looks like an offside on uh, Marion. So that'll make a first down their second penalty on this drive. That's two penalties for a total of 10 yards for Marion. Gives Bennett a fresh set of downs, 724 left to play here in the first quarter, no score. Boy, up here in the press box, uh, Schneider, he's a big quarterback. He uh, he looks pretty imposing there as, as a quarterback in a high school football game. Plenty of veteran depth for the third-year starter at senior as he fake handoff inside, and he's connects with a couple of Marion tacklers. Looks like stifling him just behind the line of scrimmage was Jake Ball. He didn't end up with the sack, though. I think there was a miscommunication on that handoff. He was supposed to take that, realized that he still had the ball. There was pressure coming inside. And uh, I'll tell you what, Marion did a great job mopping him up. There was, I counted six guys getting up off the ground around that quarterback. That was a wonderful, wonderful play by Marion on that defensive stand there. Snyder might have had a chance to scramble out of it if, if Jake Ball didn't get there right away. But regardless, it's second and 17, 640 left to play. Bennett at the Marion 46-yard line. Dropping back, Schneider evades one tackler. Now he's got room on the right. Passes the 40, gets to the 30, and is stiff-armed and finds his way out of bounds as Churak kind of motioned him over there. But there were flags on the play. We'll see what the call is. We definitely got some laundry. It looks like a holding call there because when he was in the pocket there, uh, the coverage or the defensive linemen were going around him, and I think that tackle uh, reached out and grabbed that guy. So that'll be the first penalty on the evening for Bennett. And that will kill whatever chances they had of a first down on that run by Schneider and push them back back into their own territory now as they head back to their own. Let's see where they mark it here. Keeps going back and back and back. That must have been in the backfield with that holding. It's going to be at their own 39. So a big loss right there for Bennett as now it's going to be second and 30. We had a, an old saying on the offensive line in college. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? Exactly. You do everything to protect that quarterback. So second and very long, probably looking for another pass play as Bennett's favored the pass here, dropping back. Screen. Short screen, and that one just gets back to the line of scrimmage. Marion read that clear. Looks like Wyatt Hogg got that. As well as Riley Lambert on that play too, but Wyatt Hogg getting on that right away makes it third and very long for Bennett. 
those linebackers did a great job there. Uh, the defensive linemen were all over the quarterback. The screen dumped underneath, and the linebackers were right there to clean it up. Um, I don't think there was a gain on that play, was there? No, it looks like, uh, well, they say it's a loss of two. I was surprised. I thought he got back to the line of scrimmage. But they say third and 32. Just under six minutes left to play here in the first quarter. No score. Schneider dropping back from shotgun. A long pass. He's got a oh, man he's wide got open. Oh! And it just goes right over his shoulder. Just kind of an awkward right to left that he had to make, almost like a running outfielder. It's an incomplete pass. It sets up fourth down, and Bennett will have to kick on fourth and long. I bet you they want that pass back. That was a beautifully thrown ball right over the inner shoulder of his receiver. Probably 40 to 42 yards in the air, and he it just went through his hands. Wow. Two attempts now to Tyler Bautista. That would have been big gains had they been able to connect, but just kind of an awkward sort of route for Bautista to run there. The pass had plenty of distance, though, by Schneider, and Bennett is kept to a punt on their first drive, but that's something to keep an eye out on if they can develop this rhythm and keep that going later in this game. That punt is low and wobbly over to the right. That one gets out at about the, looks like the 35-yard line. We'll see if they spot it. Good field position for Marion as they come out for their second series. Well, I think football sometimes is all about momentum. And you're seeing a momentum shift early here, uh, testing each other out, Bennett and Marion here. And it, it's been a pretty good ball game. It's pretty evenly matched uh, right now. And let's see if uh, Marion can get this run game going. Despite these two teams being conference rivals for the last couple of seasons, they have not met since 2010. Uh, last meeting was September 3rd of 2010, right here in Marion. Bennett took that game 33-21. to 21. So Marion takes over at their own 37, first and 10 from the pistol. Gavin Scott gets the snap. He's got a seam in the middle, and Ooh. he gets a short gain. Brought down on the play. Looks like going to be 49 for Bennett. And that's Ryan Liska. Nice tackle by Liska. He just bowled him over. He took that pile right down. That, you know, Marion came out in trips that time, trips right. And he just, it, it was looking to pass, but I think he handed that off. I don't know if it was the last moment that was some kind of option, but uh, kind of a slow developing play there. So it'll be second seven. Coach Maloney did say that uh, that Gavin Scott does have the ability to kind of change up the play at the line of scrimmage. That looked like that's probably what happened on first down there. He's got a runner in the backfield, hands off. But a gain of two. And, and it's a short gain for running back Brian Nemesek. Nemesek leading the team in rushing yards this season, had 199 coming into this game. That's his second carry. And it's only going to be a gain of about two. Makes it third down and five here with 433. Left to play in the first quarter, no score. Bennett's defensive line is looking pretty good. They're shedding the blocks. They're getting to the, the ball carrier and making them really really move their feet to get through that line so let's let's see what we happen what happens here i think they're going to go to the pass got a wide out on each side it's nope. a handoff right up the middle once again to nemesek short gain as he's maybe stopped for a short gain and that'll definitely bring out the punt team as marion will kick from their own 44 yard line four minutes left to play here in the first quarter no score as this is the opening week of Eastern Suburban Catholic Conference play, all the teams in action today, save for uh, one game tomorrow, Joliet Catholic at St. Patrick, and we'll do our best to keep you informed on some of the other games once we get scores rolling along here. This one a better snap to the left-footed punter. No fair catch called as that one's caught and returned up to the 30-yard line. About a seven-yard return right there 
Well, this is kind of like watching a tennis match up here. It's going back and forth and back and forth. Nothing really gets started by any of the teams. Bennett's been showing some potential in the passing game so far. It's going to be exciting to see what they can do and if they can connect on those longer plays. And that was Ben Cooney, the uh, punt returner for Bennett. I was surprised that he didn't call a fair catch as it looked like he had a couple of guys getting on him, but he was able to escape and turn it into a, a game. First and 10 from their own 30, flag and whistle blown at the snap of that play. Coming against Marion, an encroachment call. That's their third penalty. That's three penalties for 15 yards for Marion. That moves it up and makes it first and five for Bennett. There's not been a lot of penalties called so far, but um, they've been all on Bennett. I don't think that, or uh, all on Marion. I don't think that Bennett has a, had a penalty so far. Bennett did have that one penalty. I'm trying to remember what that was now. That was the one that, uh, that holding penalty that killed their, their first drive. Handoff inside on a delay, and Marion's able to catch up with that, getting back to the line of scrimmage. Cannot see who the carrier was for Bennett. But these Marion linebackers are really reading some of these these handoffs on the inside. Well, I think that's the job of the coaches during the week. They're you know they they're scouting these teams pretty well, and they're all over those run plays. There was four or five guys around the ball at that time. From shotgun, Schneider has a ball carrier to each side of him. Two wide receivers over to the right, throwing over the right on a short screen pass, and that one is stopped just about at the first down marker. We'll see where the ball is spotted. If it's not a first down, that'll make it third and very short. And he was dropped right where he caught that ball. These guys are responding very well on defense. Very quick team uh, Marion has tonight on the defensive side of the field. And uh, not much going right now for Bennett. Uh, they're looking at a, they did get a first down, and it's first and 10. That's Eric Jones on the completion for Bennett. First and 10 from Bennett's own 41. 2.40 left to play here in the first quarter. Ball snap, handoff inside, and he's pulled down. On the play, it's going to be Alec McKecker in the fullback for a gain of about one. Pulled down on the play by Jake Ball. I think that would have much better gain if he would have bounced that to the outside. I think he ran right over his tackle and uh, tripped up, and, and somebody got him on that play there. But uh, he's going to do much better if he can get to the outside of that line of scrimmage. Second and nine, the front seven really close for Marion. That one, a connection right there. Bautista, actually it's going to be... A different player go to the 20, the 10, finally pulled down at the 10-yard line. Big gain there by Bennett on a finally a long pass. C.J. Burke, the wide receiver, catching that one. That one's going to move them up all the way to the 10-yard line. That was nearly a 50-yard pass completion, their longest of the night. Oh, he came from the wing position, and he slanted right over the middle. He grabbed that ball, and he had a step on the defensive player from the beginning. And that was good effort by the defensive player to get him down, drag him down by the shoulder pads. Bennett in the red zone, the first time any team's been there already. Oh, the nice hit. Marion reads that handoff in the backfield, and that's going to be a loss of yardage as McEachern had nowhere to go. It's going to be a loss of two on the play. That was number two on the tackle. Number two on the tackle. Riley Lambert. Nice job with Riley Lambert. He, he horse-collared him almost, and he dragged him right down like he was bull riding. Um, there's, there's some good aggression. I think they're, they're pretty mad about that long pass, and they're going to uh, possibly do a defensive stand here. Loss of five on the play, second and 15. From shotgun, looking to his left, he has to go right. Short screen pass, he's got some open room. Cuts to the inside. Ooh, touchdown. And that's a touchdown as Mylan, I'm sorry, is that's going to be 
Marty Dawson, the wide receiver for Bennett, able to score on that short dump pass by Jack Schneider. So Bennett strikes first. They're up 6 0, 125 left to play here in the first quarter as their extra point team comes out to try and tally the extra. I think I spoke too soon there, and they came back and scored that next play. So I'm going to shut up the rest of the game and just try to call the game what I see. Okay, folks. Well, I need you, Father Michael, for that one. It was a good uh, screen pass there. It was a good read by Jack Schneider as it looked like Marion kind of jammed everything up on the left-hand side, and he had that open guy just really short to dump that off on the right-hand side. Well, that screen is developed when, when those defensive linemen and those linebackers are really coming after the ball. Go ahead. Victor, Victor Karam's extra point is good as he's a uh, perfect on the year, 100%. Points on the air, so it's seven nothing. Bennett, go ahead, Father. Those, those defensive linemen really had their ears pinned back, and they were coming after that that quarterback. So that's a perfect call at a perfect time. Ended up in a touchdown. You don't get much better than that. So Marion, a chance to try and answer back, as this would be their third series. So WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bring quality Catholic and local programs like this all-star Catholic high school game of the week to our community. We can only do that with listeners' financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFICatholicRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Liberty, Illinois, 60048. So Bennett will kick off. That one, a nice kick, whistle blown on that one. Let's see what the call is. Might have been maybe an offside, just a player running ahead of the play on Bennett. That's hard to do on the, on the kickoff team. They're pretty jumpy tonight. Uh, jump forward and you move it all there, they're gonna, they're gonna catch you. So it does move back to Bennett's own 35 for the kickoff as they'll do it all over again. See, that's what I liked about playing offensive line. You could kind of hide in the offensive line, but when you're on the kickoff team and you make a mistake, everybody sees it. Back to receive the kickoff would be Wyatt Awe. As Short kick. Squib kick, it looks like, almost, or just up. Fielded at about the 35. Oh, he's got room. Open room. He's got only one man in front of him. The kicker bumps into him, knocks him down. He's at the 35 and finally pulled down. Great run right there by Anthony Caprilli as Marion will have great field position starting from the Bennett 30-yard line. And it looks like we got some laundry on the field at the end of the play. It could be a personal foul or maybe a celebration penalty here. I don't know if they would call a helmet to helmet as it looked like Caprilli led the, the ball carrier, the kick returner there for Marion. So it's just a... Uh, Interesting to see what the uh, call will be right here as we await word from the officials. Well, what a great run that was. He he found that whole personal, personal foul, foul on on Marion, right? Yes. Exactly, on Marion. So that takes away what was already a great return. They were going to start at about their own 32, and now that one's going to be pushed back all the way to about midfield. Still in Bennett territory. It's going to be spotted at the Bennett 48. Can't get a name on that or a number on that, but it's on Bennett, and uh, we're at the 48. We're at, or it's on uh, Marion, and we're at the Bennett 48-yard line. So 
So Marion will take over now at the Bennett 48, first and 10. 118 left to play in the first quarter. 7-0 lead for Bennett as they were able to score on their last drive. From the pistol, handoff fake inside. Scott's going to take it himself, and he only gets to about a yard or two. That linebacker that uh, made the hit was number 46 on Bennett. What a crushing hit. Perfect technique. Uh, he's taught well. Big kid, too. Connor Reed is the name we're looking for. Six feet, 175. He is only a junior. So per second and eight. Go ahead, Father. Pretty good technique on that. And, and Bennett's defense is looking pretty good at this point. They got the goose egg up. There's 47 seconds in the first quarter here. And uh, we'll see if they can get something off. Uh, Marion's been stopped pretty much on offense so far. Just under a minute left to play here in the first quarter. Clock is ticking, 36 and winding down. Second and eight from the Bennett 46. Three in the backfield, handoff. Now rolling to his right, Scott. Trying to find an open man. There is now a penalty flag down. He takes it himself and runs out of bounds just shy of the first down marker. Might be a holding penalty coming against Marion. Well, it's definitely going to be a holding penalty. That tight end or tackle was outside. And he got, anytime you get your hands outside of those shoulder pads, you're going to get called for that. And there it is. That's already the fifth penalty on the evening for Marion. And in the last two now with the personal foul. And now this holding penalty just adds up to about 40 yards total of penalty yardage. Just uh, in the five that they've had right now. So I want to remind you, you are listening to All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. That will be a holding coming against Marion. They'll bring it back 10 yards. Let's go ahead and reset for you here. It's 21.3 seconds left here in the first quarter. Bennett with a 7-0 lead as that was a pass from Jack Schneider to Eric Jones coming at about a, the minute 48 mark of the first quarter. That's what made it 7-0. Now the clock resumes, 13 seconds. Let's see if Marion can get this play off in, from their own 47-yard line, second and 15. It's five seconds. They finally get the playoff. Scott, he's got a deep throw. Oh, he caught the ball. Almost intercepted by Jones, but that one is pulled down by Anthony Malmgren. A great connection right there between Scott and Malmgren, and that'll be enough for a first down. 36-yard line, right? Yeah, that'll be 36 where they mark that, and that will be the end of the first quarter. So a little bit of a boost in momentum for Marion. They sure needed that one after the holding penalty brought back a, uh, another play, and, of course, after the personal foul on the kickoff return. Well, that was a wonderful catch by that receiver. He actually turned in midair because that ball was behind him. It looked like it was going to be picked off. He snagged that right out of the air, brought it back. Uh, right where he laid, you know, he caught that, hit the ground, and he was hit immediately. But what a great pattern that was, too. Uh, Father, your thoughts on the first quarter. What are some of the things that you've seen here? We saw Bennett develop a rhythm and was able to turn that into a successful drive. But on both sides of the ball, what have you seen from both teams? Well, you know, at this point, I think that Bennett looks good on offense. Um, they're doing some things that are spreading uh, Marion out. And they're opening up some, some passing lanes there. And we've seen that a couple big passes missed, uh, which were right there that could have been scoring opportunities. I think that, you know, the linebackers are doing a real good job on both, both teams. Marion has been corralling the ball at the line of scrimmage. And those, offense, or those defensive linemen are doing their job because they're taking up the men. The linebackers can flow easily. I think that, you know, in my opinion, Marion really has to get started and get this drive going, and they're coming under center now. 
coming back out to start the first quarter in the pistol. First down and 10 from the Bennett 36. Running in motion, handoff inside to Nemesek, and he's jammed up at the line for a short gain. That looked like a rugby scrum. It did. That did look like <laughs> a, so a lot of these tackles that I've looked like rub rugby scrums, you have a, you know, about two or three tacklers kind of stopping stuff on the inside runs. So they'll make it second and short just underway here in the second quarter. A 7-0 lead for Bennett Academy. Marion Central with the ball. As they break from the huddle. It'll be a no tight ends on the line. Two wide receivers on the left, two wide receivers on the right. One man in the slot. And running back right behind Gavin Scott in the pistol. Ball snap, dropping back Scott, throwing up the middle. Scott a man. He connects. On the pass, a great gain by Marion Central, Sam Limbaugh, the tight end. He's down the, about the five-yard line. That's probably the biggest reception we've seen so far for Marion, and that puts them in the red zone, first and goal. Actually, it's going to be just outside the 10-yard line. Thought they'd mark it at about the 10 or 9. So it's going to be first down and 10 from the Bennett 11, a chance 11 for Marion to try and tie things up. 11 minutes and counting here in the second quarter. 7-0 lead for Bennett. They break from the huddle. No receivers on the left-hand side, one on the right. One man in the slot, a tight end over on the right. From the pistol, handoff inside. Nemus second, he's stopped at about the nine-yard line, a gain of two. So join WSFI 88.5 FM for the Healing Whole Person Conference on October 28th and 29th at Marytown, Libertyville, Illinois. The conference will feature Kyle Clement, a 15-year veteran trainer of Catholic priest exorcists, who will help us to understand the satanic calendar, our Blessed Mother's role as protector, and help us identify our spiritual vulnerabilities. I'll have more on that in just a moment as Marion breaks from the huddle, second down and eight. Shotgun full house backfield. Scott's going to drop back to pass and no flag on the play. It must have been within five yards. He was looking for Golombuski. Golombuski wants a penalty on that one as he was shoved by one of the Bennett defenders. I think I kind of agree with that. What were you talking about that healing conference? That sounds like that's interesting. Well, Father Bob Sears will focus on healing of unwanted generational tendencies and Father Jim Curtin will address the topic of deliverance. If you register by October 1st, the conference is only $100. For more information or to register for the conference, visit WSFICatholicRadio.org or call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455, WSFICatholicRadio.org. Third down and eight from the Bennett nine-yard line. Marion trying to tie things up here. They're down by seven, just under 10 minutes left to play in the second quarter. Once again from the pistol. And it looks like timeout will be called. On Marion, they use their first timeout. Marion Central, as well as Bennett, has cranked out some NFL players. Brian Balaga comes to mind for Marion Central. We'll get to that in just a moment. Life changes, so does your need for life insurance. People buy houses, have more children, get married, change jobs, go into business. Life insurance isn't a one-time purchase and Catholic Financial Life will be there for you every step of the way. Why not look at life insurance from an organization with the same Catholic values that you have? Call Matt Tomlinson, an advisor with Catholic Financial Life. Call 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. 
Well, I, th I think right now we uh, it's Marion really needs right now to get this score. This would be a huge boost for them in confidence wise, and it would tie it up. It'd be good to see a good good ball game. And they'll have to do it on a conversion on third down unless they decide to go up for it on fourth if they can't get to the end zone here. Scott dropping back, throwing right, looking for Golombuski again, and that one is knocked down by the Bennett defensive back. Ben Cooney. Boy, Cooney uh, played some pretty good defense there. A lot of hands. A lot of hands. It looked like jazz hands going out there in the end zone. <laughs> Perhaps he might be a dancer as well, but <laughs> he is the punt returner for the team, so we know he's got good feet. So that brings up fourth down and eight, 9.55 left to play here in the second quarter. Not sure if we're going to see Marion try and run a play or if they're going to kick. It looks like they will kick as they got their kicker, Matt Darbro. Right-footed kicker lining up at the 16-yard line for a field goal. Ball is snapped. It's up in the air, and that one is good. So Marion's on the board with three points. They trail 7-3 with 9.50 left to play here in the first half. On September 24th, WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, the Institute on Religious Life and Lake County Right to Life invite you to Lake County Catholic Breakfast, Render Unto Caesar. The event will begin with Holy Mass celebrated by His Excellency George Rassus, Auxiliary Bishop of the Archdiocese of Chicago at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Round Lake, Illinois at 8 a.m., followed by a breakfast at Banquet Route 60, featuring keynote speaker Father Brian Malady on the churches leading on forming one's conscious at the light of the November election. Cost is $25 per person or $250 for a table of 10. To register, visit WSFICatholicRadio.org and click on News and Events. That's WSFICatholicRadio.org or call 847-223-7022. That's 847-223-7022. Marion getting set to kick off from their own 40-yard line. It's 7-3 Bennett. Here early in the second quarter. Great game so far as it's Eastern East Suburban Catholic Conference conference play the first week of it here in week three of the season. Short pass, it's dropped, but landing back on it. There's a kickoff there and it was muffed there on the on the sideline. That's all right. 32 yard line. And and what happened there? He kicked the ball, but it seems like they retained possession there. Thank you for keeping me honest there, Father. I didn't mean it was a pass. It was a kickoff. Well, you had to read all those advertisements. That's pretty tough and keep your mind in the game as well. It's no excuse as uh, I tried to <laughs> regain my bearings here. Short kick as Bennett was able to recover it on their own there, but it was definitely dropped by their – it wasn't their main return, man. It was, it was one of the – It was the, the short up back. Short up back, Dominic Krasinski. But Bennett does regain control at their own 33-yard line. 9.44 left to play here in the second quarter. 7-3, Bennett lead. Maybe a fullback fake inside. Now a throw, and that one is just out of the hands of C.J. Burke trying to throw up the middle on a short pass. That was a wide-open pattern there that he had. He had the linebackers about two yards behind him, but that was thrown pretty hard, and it was right past him. He couldn't get his hand out to stop that ball. Perhaps staying off the field on that Marion drive has kind of uh, killed the rhythm that Jack Schneider had on his previous offensive series where they were able to score that touchdown. So it brings up second down and 10 from the 33-yard line. Once again, the running back and fullback on each side. Dropping back, throwing right. Almost intercepted as that one is knocked down 
on the play by Jared Churak. And that'll bring up third down and 10. Two incomplete passes by Bennett on this drive, and now it's a third and long. Well, Marion's defense is looking pretty good here. They're swarming to the ball. Um, their defensive backs are pretty far back off the receivers, and they've been kind of burnt on those slants in the past. So I'm, I'm looking to see something like that from Bennett. Trying to run that no-huddle offense, but Jack Schneider looks over to his bench over on the east side of the field. He's got a carrier on each side of him. He drops back to pass. Two receivers on the right-hand side. He's going long, and that one is overthrown. And it looks like the wide receiver kind of pushed off for Bennett. Looking for a penalty there was Churak. Doesn't matter. So, so three straight incomplete passes. Brings up fourth down and ten here with nine and a half minutes left to play in the half. I think uh, Schneider's been inconsistent here this, this round. And, you know, four and out uh, coming in and getting the ball back after, a, uh, you know, a, even a score of, of three points on the field go, brings that momentum and shifts it back to Marion's side. If they can get a good run back and get some field position here, I think they, you know, it's possible that they could get in a score before halftime. Nine minutes and 30 seconds left to go. Chirac is back to field the punt as the ball is snapped up in the air. High kick, pedaling back to the 25. Chirac has it, almost falls down, and they say he did go to his knees. That will be ruled down. Uh, no tackler there to bring him down, so it'll be marked at about the 25-yard line. Well, yeah, when he, uh, he went to move, you know, off that ball, he grabbed it, planted his back foot. I think he slipped a little bit, and that yeah. knee went to the ground, and he knew it right away, and the ref took a little time. to. I don't think he saw it right away, but then he called it so he didn't get hit. Saw a little bit of turf fly up underneath the shoe of Jared Shurak. So it's going to be first and 10 from their own 25. Marion Central going left to right, 9-22 left to play in the first half. It's a 7-3 Bennett lead. Two receivers on each side. Nemesek in motion, he takes the handoff, running over to the right, escapes one tackle, and is able to make a short gain of it. Although, oh, we like have some... some action in the backfield there. We'll see who the penalty is on. It might be a personal foul here coming on after the play. You never want to see that yellow laundry in the field as an offensive tackle. Now, we've seen plenty of that so far in this game. Already a couple of holding penalties. Looks like this one might be coming against Bennett. As Ryan Liska is going to be called on that penalty. He's not but, happy about it. Looks like there's a little bit of interaction in the backfield with one of the Marion players. Well, he hit him about three or four seconds late on that. I think, you know, sometimes as a football player, your aggression, your frustration, you get a lot of that out on the field. And sometimes you, you pull the trigger a little too late and that happens. So you can't fault those guys. They're being energetic. They're being, you know, uh, they're trying to be disciplined, but... There's a whole lot of energy moving, you know, with that linebacker coming. So Marion finally capitalizes on Bennett's first big penalty. That's the first one for significant yardage as that moves up 15 yards. Will be spotted at the Marion 43-yard line and a fresh set of downs for the Hurricanes. Two wide receivers on each side. Clock goes back in to ticking at 9.09. Nemesek. Fake handoff, Scott will take it himself, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage. Won't be much of a game there, brings up second down. That's one of those controlled draws. He went right away, he faked the handoff, went again. We've seen that in the first quarter. He got about two or three on that play. Um, it's not as big as they, I don't think they wanted. Sometimes you can fool the defense uh, by the fake handoff to get him to shift and find that hole right down the middle to kind of pick through. 
So that brings up second down and eight. Same formation for the Hurricanes, although they have a slot back over on the left-hand side. Just off the line, snap back to Scott. They sure are passing more. He throws the left, finally connects, and trying to get back to midfield is going to be Sam Limbaugh, the tight end. Limbaugh did a good job on that. It was a nice out route. It's called the two pattern. Uh, it's basically a square out where you run into the sidelines. He caught that ball, but he couldn't turn it up field. He got hit right away. And after he was hit once, he was diving, you know, to try to get as much yardage as he could. Um, great effort by him. So it'll make it third and short, just four yards for Marion. They're just shy of the 50-yard line at their own 49. 7.48 and counting here in the first half. The Hurricanes trail by four. That one snapped. Handoff inside. He doesn't have enough for the first down. Let's see where they spot it, though. As he got a little bit of forward momentum on the tackle. Couldn't see if that was Nemesek, the ball carrier for Marion. Looks and like it was Nemesek. Looks like it's going to be a fourth and one. It'd be... Um, I don't know if you want to punt this ball or not if you're if you're Marion. I think if you're Marion, I think you, you, you maybe try and say run the same play. It's just try and run something up the middle or maybe a quarterback sneak. That's just my thing. I'm not a coach, obviously. But, you know, the momentum that Marion has right now, you could really capitalize and keep this thing going and maybe give yourself a chance to score and take the lead heading towards the half. Well, that is true. But, you know, to, to give the ball up at the 50-yard line is pretty tough as well. And they're going to do it. They're going to run a play. They're going to go for it on fourth and short. Gavin Scott, he's going to lean forward. They must have heard me all the way down there. So it looks like they got enough for a first down. So Coach Shavari able to get a fourth down conversion for the Marion Central Hurricanes as Gavin Scott gets the quarterback sneak. Well, that was kind of sneaky because Scott pulled out of the shotgun formation, walked up very slowly, went under center, took the snap. As soon as that center felt him touch his hands to his, his thighs underneath, he snapped that ball and he rushed forward. Now, Father Michael, do you think that might have been a silent count that he might have had on that or maybe some sort of some sort of hard count that he had on that in order to, to trick Bennett on that? Play? I would say that everybody's keying off that center. When you see that center move, you start blocking. I would do a silent count on that, but I couldn't I couldn't hear it up here. So first and 10, we've moved into Bennett territory from the pistol. Gavin Scott handing off inside and hit immediately by 32. Nemesek is stopped, yeah, 32 on Bennett, able to get that tackle, and that's Devin Peterson, the linebacker, a, a junior. Are you enjoying this All-Star Catholic High School football game of the week? Did you know that you can listen to it later on demand? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org, click on Listen, then Programming. That's WSFICatholicRadio.org, Listen, then Programming. Heading back onto the field, Scott, as he went to the sideline to get the call. So they break from the huddle, 540 and counting. Second down and 11 for the Hurricanes. Looks like a double tight formation. They got a tight end, a wing back, and two off to the right. Jake Pot off the wide receiver on the right. As Ooh. that one is knocked down, intended receiver is Malmgren. Number 48 on the, on the deflection there. And that's Alec McKecker, and he doubles as the fullback and a safety for the Red Wings. Sometimes when you run that two pattern, that out pattern to the sidelines, boy, that defensive back can sneak underneath and get a hand in there. And he, sometimes he can get a pick six. It's a dangerous pass if the defense is looking for it. And it looked like Gavin Scott might have thrown under on that one too. I thought he was going to go to the, uh, to the route down the sideline to Jake Potoff, but instead opting to go inside. It brings up third and long now from the Bennett 47. 
5.28 left to play here in the first half. It's a 7-3 Red Wing lead over the Hurricanes. Scott from the pistol, dropping back. He has some pressure now. He has to roll to his right. Does he have a seam? No, he's going to get to about the 48-yard line. Forced back out of bounds. And back to about the line of scrimmage. So Marion will be forced to point, punt. So after getting that fourth down conversion, they're not able to do much with that as the punt team comes onto the field. It looks like Benish there forced him out of bounds, number 17. Pretty good job on the angle. Uh, took him out and stopped that progress. It's going to be what? What'd you say, fourth and 12? Fourth and 12, yeah, from uh, the Red Wing 48-yard line. Benish, a 6'3 sophomore. And it looks like they're electing to punt here. So the punt is up. That's Gavin Scott left-footed. Nice punt. Stays inside the 20, and that one will not take a favorable bounce for Bennett as Marion downs that at about the 10-yard line. So great. Great for the defense for Marion. Bad field possession for Bennett to start here with five minutes left in the half. Do you like the idea of supporting our local Catholic high schools and their sports programs? Consider sponsoring these broadcasts. WSFI 88.5 FM will market your organization during the game, and you'd make these games possible to air. Sponsorship packages start as low as $135 per game. We reach up to 1.3 million listeners in parts of northern Illinois and southern Wisconsin, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Go to WSFI. CatholicRadio.org for more information. Throwing over to the right, Schneider, he connects, and that's about a gain of five on the far side. Oh, that was a nice little pattern. It was a little curl pattern to the inside. Kind of caught the defensive uh, back off guard. Uh, he was moving backwards, and, and when that, you know, when they stop like that, they, they create that separation. No huddle offense here. And we see Bennett do that throughout this game, that no huddle able to capitalize on a series late in the first quarter for their only touchdown of the game. Handoff inside, and that one is a short gain, makes it third and about three or four. Couldn't tell on the play if that was McKecker and if that was the running back on the play. Boy, they got us up here in the press box, and I almost need binoculars to see those numbers. I think I'm getting kind of old here. I'm, I'm with you here, too. I can't see them from this distance either. Regardless, it makes it third and three with 4-10 left to play here in the half. The Bennett Red Wings lead 7-3 over the Marion Central Hurricanes. To be a big stop here for the Hurricanes if they can do it. Dropping back a pass, throwing to the right. Nice almost, catch. Almost overthrown, but a very tall receiver on the far side. Can't tell if that's Eschenbach. Looks like 83. 83. Robert Nader, a 6-1 wide receiver. That was a great catch. He stretched out. That looked almost like a college play there where he stretched out, grabbed the ball, and dragged his feet. Uh, pretty pretty good play there by that receiver. Another pass. So fresh set of downs, a little bit of pressure on that one. It looked like the pass got tipped. It somehow gets into the hands of Bennett receiver Michael Challenger. Unbelievable as that one was underthrown a little bit, but Challenger stayed with it. 21 on the coverage for uh, Marion. That'd be Wyatt Awe that was covering on that one. Thought he might have gotten a hand on it or had a chance for an interception, just not able to get his hands on it. Challenger comes up with a big first down for the Red Wings, and now they're in Marion territory. Is that one spotted at the Marion 46, 349, and counting here in the first half. Schneider and shotgun. He throws again to the out pattern, almost 
Uh, well, it wasn't almost picked off. He dropped that ball, but he was going to be hit immediately here. C.J. Burke, the intended receiver on that play. So it brings up second down and 10. Perhaps that not only slows the momentum of the Red Wings here. Uh, that, that incomplete pass might have helped Marion Central maybe, uh, keep the pace of this game down to try and catch, catch up with Bennett. Well, they're not going back to the huddle here. They're, the offensive line goes right up to the line of scrimmage. They get the plays from the side, and that clock stops every time they drop the ball on an incomplete pass. In motion is Dawson over to the right, and that one's going to be taken right up the middle. Schneider on a draw gets 15, but we see laundry on the field. That's the yellow laundry. Looks like we got a penalty here. Perhaps another holding call coming against Bennett. In the first quarter, we saw Marion with a lot of penalties coming against them. It looks like it will be a holding against Bennett as they've picked up a couple of uh, big penalties in their last couple of drives here that have really uh, killed some, some offensive weaponry for them. And you are absolutely right there. That was a holding call on Bennett. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday or do you plan on working at that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. Call Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life as he invites you to share in the hopes. Snyder out of the shotgun. He's looking to pass. He's going long down the right sideline. And it is dropped. And that's uh, Jack Eschenbach there. 6-7 wide receiver over on the far side. He's made a couple of big plays already in this series for Bennett. That's a, that's a strong arm by that quarterback. That ball was traveled in the air about 40 yards. For those of you interested in Catholic financial life, uh, be sure to contact Matt Tomlinson to discuss your options for protecting your family. Call Matt at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. So it'll bring up third down and long. 16 yards to be exact as Bennett will have to snap from their own 48 and try and convert. 3.19 left on the clock, short pass in the backfield, and he's brought down by, looks like Riley Lambert getting in on that one again. So a loss of yardage sets up fourth and very long, and the Bennett putt team will come onto the field. Well, that momentum just shifted there. Oh, you know, one or two playmakers on a defense, and that was a great tackle. Uh, on that defensive play can change that momentum, stop that momentum, and now it shifts, and hopefully uh, uh, Marion's offense can do something here. Paul Shabari here with Father Michael Leitner here for the All-Star Catholic High School football game of the week on WSFI FM 88.5, the Bennett Red Wings with a 7-3 lead over the Marion Central Catholic Hurricanes. It looks like we got a timeout on the field, so what do you think of the game so far, Paul? I think right now we've got a, you know, the, what the billing suggested. You know, this is going to be a tough conference for any team to win out right here. And Marion needed a challenge like this as they had 91-0 uh, combined blowout victories against Bowen and Morse Marshall. So this is a real challenge for the Marion Central Hurricanes today playing a conference opponent, especially a tough conference opponent like Bennett Academy, who was a playoff qualifier last year. And as for Bennett, this is an opportunity for them to get their offense going and really develop a rhythm and capitalize on the ugly win that they got last week against Notre Dame. Bennett back to punt here. Looks like a high, long kick. He receives it, fair catch down to the 15-yard line. That'll be Wyatt Awe taking that at the 15-yard line. So behind the 20-yard line for Marion to start their next drive. Just 3.03 left on the first half clock. You are listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. 
Things moving around, along very quickly here in the first half. As Marion will come out in that pistol hybrid that we've been seeing all day from them. Two wide receivers over on the right-hand side, Golombuski, along with Jake Ball on the right. Scott, looking over to the right, has some pressure. Now he has to scramble over to his left. He doesn't have room, and he gets a, he gets a gain, somehow gets out of that, and on nearly a first down. I thought he was for sure a dead man running back by the line of scrimmage. Well, he whittled himself through those defensive players there on the left. He wanted to come right. That that play by the defensive then sealed him off, forced him to the left side of the uh, line of scrimmage, and he whittled himself up right to about nine-yard gain. So it'll make it second and one as Scott was able to make a great run out of it and keep uh, keep the momentum shifting back in the Hurricanes' favor as they trail by four here as we approach the two-minute mark of the first half. Dropping back the pass over the right-hand side. Finds Golombuski, oh. and it just gets out of his hands as he jumped up for that one. That was a well-thrown ball. Hit him right in the hands, and it, it, it buckled his hands. I think it came so quick. It was on that inner slant when they slant right in, and that ball's coming hot. It, it's sometimes hard to catch. See, it looked like uh, the timing was right between Golombuski and Gavin Scott, the quarterback for the Hurricanes, but it stops the clock. Third and short. Third and one with 2.12 left to play here in the first half. Well, I think they're they're doing right by going to the air here. You know, every time you drop a ball like that in an incompletion, that clock stops, so you save your time. And it's going to be flag thrown on the field, whistle blown at the snap of the ball. Perhaps a false start. We'll see what the call is. It's going to be offsides coming against Marion, so that'll push them back to a third and six. So a chance to really try and convert on a third and very short, and now this Makes things a little bit more difficult for them on third and six. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bring quality Catholic and local programs like this all-star Catholic high school game of the week to our community. We only can do that with listeners' financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFICatholicRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, 60048. Rolling to his right, Scott, and that one on the pass intended for Tegman is knocked down. Looks like that might have been Cooney that got in on that one for the Red Wings, and that forces fourth down for the Hurricanes. Well, Cooney had an excellent play there. He was off his feet. He was actually parallel to the ground in a diving situation, slapped that ball down, and he stopped that whole progress for Marion there. So, that was a heck of a play, a defensive play by a high school, uh, great high school athlete there. Two minutes and five seconds left to play here in the first half. The Bennett Red Wings with a 7-3 lead over the Marion Central Hurricanes. Hurricanes getting ready to punt from left to right. Two returners back for Bennett. Fair catch called and sliding in at the inner 49-yard line. It's going to be in Marion Central territory. As that one was Bennett's Eric Jones coming in on that one. Well, heads up play of Jones, you know, going to his knees like that. That ball was well short. I think he wanted to feel it. We have to remember that anytime you put the ball on the ground like that, it has a potent, uh, potential to bounce somebody, possibly change uh, possession here. So first and 10 in Marion's territory for Bennett. 
as pumping and faking and finally connecting on a pass with C.J. Burke. It's only going to be maybe a no gain or perhaps a gain of one. Yeah, Snyder rocketed that ball out there. I, I, that design play was supposed to be that uh, curl, but I think that was his second receiver. He hesitated, and that's why that play didn't develop well. Second and nine, 135 left to play here in the half. From the Marion 47, and shotgun snap over to Schneider. He drops back, throws over to the right, almost a miscommunication, but it looks like Eschenbach comes up with that one just ahead of the first down marker. So a fresh set of downs for the Red Wings as the clock continues to roll here, just 78 seconds left in the half. Well, great, uh, great play by that receiver as well. He had to dive back for that ball, kind of fell into it, uh, picked it up off the turf, and saved it for a gain of nine there to, uh, to keep this uh, team rolling towards the end zone. From shotgun once again, the no huddle. First down and 10, handoff inside. And it's a short gain of about five, brought down. Looks like uh, it was a run by... I couldn't tell if that was going to be the interior, uh, interior run there by the running back Eschenbach. So timeout called there. Looks like Bennett's going to kill the clock with 109 left and a chance to try and score here before the end of the first half. Father, you said it was Nick Tegman that came up with the tackle on that one. 15 for Marion Central. They've been able to stop some of those short gains down the middle, those short runs. Just want to remind you, you are listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. I think uh, it's been a pretty good game right now. It's 7-3 with 109 left in the second quarter. Uh, Bennett's going in on the 32-yard line in Marion Territory. And they got to hold them off here if they uh, they want to stay on top of this game for Marion. The second and five, just 69 seconds left to play here in the half. It's going to be at the Marion 33. Three receivers on the right-hand side for Bennett. Scott throwing over to the right. Knocked down by a Marion Central defensive back. And that'll set up third down. Looks like it was going to be Wyatt Awe, our Sports Faith International Player of the Week, that was able to make a big play right there. Looks like that uh, Schneider and the Bennett Red Wings are trying to take advantage of kind of a size mis mismatch between Wyatt Awe, who's about five foot eleven, and uh, Jack Eschenbach, who stands at six foot seven. But that time it worked out in Marion Central's favor. Schneider going to take it himself. He gets to the first down marker. Let's see where they spot it. Just under a minute left to play and. It looks like that would be enough for a first down. And they finally stopped the clock at about 56 seconds uh, to place that ball. Yeah, that was a good play by uh, the player of the week there. I mean, what was it, Awe? Wyatt Awe, yeah. Wyatt Awe. He, he went vertical uh, or horizontal on that again, diving all over the place, and he batted that ball down, uh, stopped it. But then Bennett came back and right up the middle and got about six. So... Um, they're keeping the ball rolling. It looks like they're, they got a measurement going on right now. And um, we'll get you back to play here shortly. So they are going to bring the chains out on the field to see if that was enough for a first down. I think he got it in all honesty, but we'll see what the chains say. It's the Marion 
Marion defenders are saying not, no good. So it's going to bring up fourth and short. 56.1 seconds left on the clock. I don't think Bennett called a timeout. So I think once the uh, once they move the chains back to the sideline, the clock should be in motion. We'll see what Bennett decides to do here. Now we were talking earlier about the kickers, and, and you were telling me some stats on the kickers. Was it Bennett's kicker? Uh, that was uh, hitting some long ones, or was that Marion's kicker? I, it's actually, I think Bennett's. Uh, Bennett's. He has, uh, I think, four field goals. I think actually Matt Darbro for for Marion hit his first field goal in this game, and that's how Marion got their three so far this evening. So field goal is in play here. They're at, um, I think, the twenty-seven yard line. Um, field goal. They need about ten more to get in reach here. Yeah, I was gonna say it'd be a long one at this level, at the high school level. But fourth, fourth and one, 52 seconds and counting from shotgun and heading back under center is Schneider. Getting ready for it is Marion. Oh. Pops him at the line. Does he have enough for a first down? Bennett players are signaling yes. He only had inches to go. Let's see where they spot it. And the Four to three seconds left on the clock as they look to measure once again. And the refs will not commit. They're gonna take a look at it. So the pile disembarking now, uh, and Schneider is coming out of the pile. The ball is marked, and it looks like we're going to have a referee conference in the middle of the field. <laughs> well, it's nice for the Bennett Red Wings because it's a chance for them, uh, with the clock not ticking, to uh, come up with some play designs right there. I want to remind you, you're listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Stick with us as we will have the halftime show shortly here. 43 seconds left to play in the half. A 7-3 Red Wings lead as they have the ball looking for a fresh set of downs here. If they do not get it here, it will go back to Marion as that was a fourth and short. They do mark that it was a first down. It looked like Schneider did have enough there as it was only fourth and inches and he was able to get a little bit of forward momentum on that short game. Well, I think at first he missed it. He came back, replanted his feet, started driving his feet again and pushed the pile over. Uh, so I think what the refs were looking at is was his forward progress stopped when the whistle blew? But I didn't hear a whistle first off and I think he, he got it on his second effort. So Bennett will take a timeout to uh, stop things here at 43 seconds. A fresh set of downs inside the 30-yard line and a chance to build on this four-point lead as we head to the half. Bennett will receive the kickoff in the second half. So this is a, a, a chance for a big stop for Marion Central right now because they don't want to let this game get out of hand if Bennett's able to score on this drive and the opening drive of the third quarter. I want to recap the scoring here. It was a uh, pass to CJ, I'm sorry, a pass to Eric Jones back in the first quarter, late in the first quarter, that put Bennett ahead. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bring quality Catholic and local programs like this, All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week, to our community. Uh, we only can do that with listeners' financial support. Take a moment now and donate online at WSFICatholicRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. That's WSFI Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. 43 seconds left from the shotgun. Schneider looking over to the right-hand side. That one knocked out of his hands, picked up in the backfield. A flag on the play. It will be a loss of yardage. Thought he might have been in forward momentum. I don't know if the tuck rule comes into play here. Well, the flag on the field is in the backfield, uh, I mean, towards the end zone. So it looks like an interference call. But that play by the defensive end, number 90, I think it was 90. Was it uh, 40 or 90? 
my eyes are getting bad as I'm getting older, folks. Patrick Brunken, the uh, the linebacker there, might have gotten in on that. If not, it might have been uh, Ben Keller, the defensive end for the Hurricanes. One of these guys grabbed the arm of the quarterback, sacked him in the back, and there was a fumble. And basically, the halfback of Bennett picked it up and started running, moved it, progressed it for another two yards, and then they were tackled in the backfield. So it's looking like we're still at first and 10. There was no gain there, or... Uh, uh, it's going to be pass interference. Pass interference uh, yeah. defense. So that's that one uh, not not good for the Hurricanes there is that gives Bennett great field position. They could have pushed him back out of field goal range. Now they're in field goal range at the Marion 18 with 34 seconds left to play. I believe Bennett only has one timeout remaining, though, so it'll be very interesting to see how things play out in this next half minute. Schneider out of the shotgun uh, trips to his left. He fires left on a slant. He finds Touchdown. And Burke able to juke and get that touchdown, missing the tackle is Marion. And so another touchdown for Bennett. That makes it 13-3 to pending the extra point. Hey, I got to do play-by-play on a touchdown. That's hey, pretty you cool. you did, yeah. <laughs> you got to save that for your demo, Father. You, I don't know if you have a career no. broadcasting ahead of you here. But. I don't save anything. <laughs> so another touchdown by the Bennett Red Wings gives them a 13-3 to lead momentarily. 28 seconds left on the clock as we get set for the extra point. Marion, I believe, has two timeouts remaining, so possibly a chance to try and make something happen. We'll see if they decide to run a couple of offensive plays or if they just want to let the clock run out to save themselves from any sort of turnover. As getting back to kick is Victor Karam. Perfect on the year on extra points. And whistle blown as that one would have gone through. And they yeah, say no flags on the play, so that one goes in. Sounded like they blew the whistle before the ball was even through the uprights, though. Yeah, it did sound like that, right? 14 to 3, the Bennett lead. 28 seconds left. Want to ask you to join us for halftime as we'll recap some of the plays going on, tell you a little bit about the WSFI player of the week. And if you're out there in this area, you know, in Illinois and in Woodstock, uh, come on out to the game. What a great atmosphere this is. A lot of the students, I'm very surprised uh, by Marion here. They have a huge student section. Cheerleaders are on the field. The band's here. What a great night for, for uh, high school football. What a great night for Friday Night Lights. I mentioned earlier these two teams last faced each other September 3rd, 2010. Right here, Bennett won that game 33-21. to A little bit more high scoring than what we've got right now is it's 14-3 to here in the first half, but... These are two teams that both uh, went to the playoffs out of the East Suburban Catholic Conference. Last year, Bennett finished 7-2 and two and ended up losing in the second round of the 7A playoffs to Kerry Grove, which is my alma mater. 35-17 uh, to 17 was that score. Very well kicked. Back to the five-yard line. So running up, it's going to be Nemesek able to get away from one tackle, gets to about the 33-yard line and brought down with 21.5 seconds left. So decent field position for Marion Central. They got about 65 yards to go here for a touchdown. They got to do it in 21 seconds. So perhaps they can get the field goal range and keep this maybe a one-score game. We'll see what happens here. Now, Bennett Academy, uh, they've cranked out a couple of NFL players. Uh, we know Brian Balaga from Marion Central, who plays for the Green Bay Packers, one of their offensive linemen. That's the only NFL player for Marion. But after this play, I'll get to uh, the three players that made it to the NFL out of Bennett Academy. So from the pistol, Gavin Scott for Marion Central, throwing over his left, and that one is dropped by Sam Limbaugh, the tight end. Once again, we saw that, in, uh, that out pattern, that two pattern. 
uh, from the wingback position, and he just couldn't bring it in. So I was mentioning some of those NFL players that came out of Bennett Academy. Uh, one that you guys might have heard of, Justin McCarrions, a wide receiver that uh, had a few decent years in the league, played with the Tennessee Titans as well as the New York Jets. Uh, he only attended for one semester at Bennett, though, before he transferred to Naperville, Naperville North. So he's not necessarily a product of Bennett football, but he did attend Bennett, so that counts. So second and 10, 18 seconds left here in the half from the pistol. Gavin Scott, as there's a flag on the play, whistle blown, stopping the play. It might be a false start coming against the Hurricanes. Well, usually when you're stopping play like that, it's going to be an illegal procedure. It's going to be a false start, and that's exactly what it is. Another penalty on Marion. They had a few of those in the first quarter that really killed a couple of their drives. And I'd imagine right here that this is really going to stifle them from being able to put up some points here with 16.4 seconds left in the first half. Another player to mention that uh, people might know locally here that went to Bennett that actually played for Bennett, Dan Lefevre, a quarterback who was drafted by the Bears back in 2010 in the sixth round. Never really got to play for the Bears, though, as he uh, was a journeyman that played on a various practice squads. So second and 15, Scott. Throwing over to the right as he finds the receiver. Brought down out of bounds. A short gain of about six yards on the play. The receiver was Jake Potoff. Stops the clock at 11.5. Makes it third at about nine yards. Well, there's those two patterns. I think uh, Marion's quite uh, fond of those two patterns, those little L patterns. Um, later in the game, I'd, I'd be curious to see what Bennett does to adjust to that because that's a very dangerous pass sometimes if you can sneak that DB on the inside of that. 11 seconds left playing a prevent defense as three defensive backs are way deep for Bennett. Throwing, and that one is just underthrown over to the left hash mark looking for A.J. Golombuski, and that'll set up fourth down with seven seconds left. Scott looked very uncomfortable in the pocket. I think it was closing on him very quickly. His feet were, it, it seemed like a little pitter-patter going on there in the backfield, and he threw that ball short, almost like he didn't step forward and threw, you know, and, and really get on that front foot to let that ball go. They had to throw it deep, too, on that one, too, especially trying to convert on a third and long like that one to keep your drive going with a few, few minutes or a few ticks of the clock left here in the first half. So seven seconds left. It's going to be a punt from Marion's own 36. Probably the last play of the half as Bennett holds on to a 14-3 lead. That one is high, heads over into Bennett territory, bounces at the 40, and will roll to the 32. Downed by the Hurricanes, and that will be the final whistle of the first half as the teams will head to their respective sidelines for meetings at the half. So the Red Wings able to score once a touchdown in the first quarter and another touchdown in the second quarter made it 14-3. C.J. Burke getting the one in the second quarter and Eric Jones getting that one in the first quarter and a field goal from 27 yards for Marion Central gives them three, 14-3, the lead. And uh, we, we take it to the halftime show here. Be sure to join us as we take a break here on the WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio All-Star Football Game of the Week. As we got towards Christmas, one of the parishioners suggested, why don't we take out an ad on the local radio station. I have to say, I really didn't have an awful lot of optimism about it, but I was well advised. We went, we cut a little message. Once it started playing, I began to hear from the Catholics in the parish about how great this was that we're out there, how great this was that, that we are showing signs of life, how great this is to encourage us 
who are here in the parish already. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hi, Father Jim Curtin here, one of the hosts of our weekly radio show on healing. I'd like to invite you to our second annual Healing the Whole Person Conference on Friday, October 28th, and Saturday, October 29th, at Marytown in Libertyville. On the eve of Halloween, Kyle Clement, an exorcist trainer, will teach us how to free ourselves from the negative spiritual forces in our lives that cause our own abilities. Father Bob Sears will help us uproot the hurts in our family systems that bring pain and suffering. And I will teach you about healing and deliverance. If you register by October 1st, the cost for two days is $100. Priests, deacons, and religious attend for free, but must register. Call 224-789-8455 or go online at wsficatholicradio.org to save your place. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio presents the All-Star Catholic High School Football Game of the Week. Welcome on back here for the halftime show from George Harding Field in Woodstock, Illinois on the campus of Marion Central Catholic High School. Paul Shavari alongside Father Michael Leitner, a 14-3 lead for the Bennett Red Wings over the Marion Central Catholic Hurricanes. And uh, Father, in that first half, you know, we saw kind of penalties really kind of kill a couple of drives there for Marion Central and you know, Bennett really kind of struggled to develop a rhythm there, but late in the first half, able or late in the first quarter, able to get one to convert for a touchdown, and then late in the first half there in the second quarter, trying to uh, get another uh, another touchdown there, they're able to successfully get that. It's really been kept close, but it seems like it's been mostly Bennett in this game so far. Well, this could be a one-sided ball game if, if those opportunities that Bennett had uh, actually were caught. There were some long plays down the field that people were wide open. I think that this has to be a defensive struggle for Marion. And some of the receivers are, are huge, 6'1". Some guys are six foot. Uh, their quarterback themselves himself is 6'1", so he's got a great sight pattern, a great throwing pattern. I think that really Marion at this point, if they get the momentum back and they keep playing well on defense because to stop those big plays are key, and they've held, the way I'm looking at it, is they've held Bennett to 14 points. And uh, one of the key players, though, for Marion Central was Wyatt Awe, and we mentioned that he was the Sports Faith International Player of the Week. We didn't get a chance to play his interview for you, but I wanted to play uh, head coach Mike Maloney for Marion Central, kind of his thoughts on Wyatt Awe, who we've seen already in this game, had a few uh, key plays for Marion Central on defense. So here's uh, head coach Mike Maloney for Marion Central on the SFI Award winner, Wyatt Awe. 
I'm with Marion Central Football Head Coach Mike Maloney. As this week we give out the Sports Faith International Player of the Week Award to Wyatt Awe, one of the senior captains for the Hurricanes. Coach, tell me a little bit about Wyatt and why he's so deserving of this award. Not only is he a great and accomplished football player on the field, but he's a fine young man off the field. He's a, he's a motivational leader. Uh, he's been elected by his uh, teammates to serve on our leadership council, which is a, basically a student-athlete senate, uh, as well as being a captain uh, selected by uh, the coaching staff. Um, so his character is, is, is above reproach. Uh, he comes from a family that uh, of legacies here at Marion Central Catholic. Uh, his older brother JP was a, was a captain here, uh, and it means a tremendous amount to him and his family to have Marion Central football uh, have success on the field and carry on the, tr- the strong tradition here. You, you told me about some of the stuff off the field and why he's such a deserving recipient of this award, such a good citizen. Tell me a little bit now on the on-the-field stuff that you've seen, because we saw him had a great breakout game to start the season. Tell me a little bit about his performance on the field. Uh, in 11 years of, of coaching high school football, I've never seen a guy that has a knack for turnovers. The guy uh, Wyatt Awe is around the football when big things happen each and every game. So he's either causing fumbles, batting balls for interceptions, making interceptions himself, or sack fumbles, things like that. But the, the, I've never seen a player for a knack for impact plays on defense like Wyatt Awe. All right. Thank you, Coach. All right, so that was Mike Maloney on Wyatt Awe, the SFI Player of the Week. And he said that uh, Wyatt Awe really has a knack for turnovers and and is all of his years coaching. He's never seen a kid that really had a knack for turnovers. There's been no turnovers in the game so far, but we did see Wyatt Awe almost pick one off here in the second quarter. And eventually that did lead to a Bennett touchdown. But had Awe been able to make that play, we'd have a different ball game right now. That's absolutely right. And I think what the coach meant to say, I, I, I don't discredit what he's saying, but he's got a nose for the football. He likes to be around the football, where the football is. He's making tackles, and he's doing things that are positive in the game. He's definitely a playmaker in this game, and if he can have an impact in the second half on defense, uh, this could be a different ball game in the second half. I, you know, I wanted your thoughts uh, about Wyatt Awe going up against Jack Eschenbach for Bennett, who's six foot seven, Waugh a lot shorter than him. And I feel like Jack Schneider, the quarterback for the, the Red Wings, has been trying to take advantage of that. And we've seen a few big plays over to that side. But it looks like Wyatt Awe is really kind of holding his ground for, for that mismatch, that height disadvantage between those two players. Well, I'm surprised that they went there that, that often. Uh, and there were some great plays by, by Awe there. Um, but that mismatch is important because when you get around the uh, end zone, when you're on offense, to have a large guy like that with big hands, you know, those become pillows for the football in the end zone. And we've seen that with some tight end play in the, you know, in the past with a lot of teams, even in the NFL in the Central Division, how those tight ends, those big players, those big playmakers uh, make a difference when you're in the red zone. All right, well, on that note, let's go ahead and take another break here at halftime. I want to remind you the score here is Bennett 14, Marion Central 3. We'll be back with the halftime show in just a moment here after a word from some of our sponsors on the WSFI 88.5 All-Star Catholic Football Game of the Week. Hello, I'm Bill Wennington from the Church of St. Mary's and the Chicago Bulls. I, I believe Catholic radio is important for all of us out there listening to help us through days when maybe our faith is being challenged by many different obstacles that are put in our way. and. It's a chance to reflect and just think and hear stories from other people that maybe are going through the exact same issues that we are going through and how they have struggled and how they are getting through their problems today. 
WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFIRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Did you know you can listen to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio online? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org and click on Listen Live. That's WSFICatholicRadio.org and click on Listen Live. WSFI is on social media. Follow us on Twitter at WSFIFM. And like us on Facebook by searching for WSFI Catholic Radio. Welcome back into the All-Star Catholic Football Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 FM. Paul Shabari here with Father Michael Leitner, the Game of the Week. Bennett Red Wings with a 14-3 lead over the Marion Central Hurricanes. Got a score for you listeners out there that might be interested in this one. At the half right now in Mundelein, Marist with a field goal lead, 3-0 over Carmel, and that is currently at the half. It's another East Suburban Catholic Conference game, and of course uh, also in the listening range for WSFI, as I know we've got some Carmel fans out there that might be keeping their ears on this game as well. So very competitive uh, here in week three in the Eastern Suburban Catholic Conference. Only three teams right now remain undefeated in the ESCC. And one of those, Marion Central, who uh, right now find themselves trailing by 11 on their home turf uh, as we almost get set to start the second half here. So this is a big game on the line here for Marion as uh, they could really keep things going and really get ahead of the pack if they can pull out a win against Bennett today. But Bennett too uh you know they're looking for a big victory here and this would be uh definitely a statement game for them if they are able to pull off the victory and keep uh keep it separated like it has been so far yeah i would agree i i, I think that you know in talking to some of the coaches early on i i talked to father who is the chaplain of of marion and you know the some of the early games that marion had were possibly playing down a little bit you know in a sense that the big scores were maybe due to the weakness of the team. But when you get into conference play, these are people, these are teams that know your team and they know what you run. They know their offense. And, you know, it's it's a bit of a struggle when you get into conference play because anything can happen. Now, uh, in the second half here, Father Michael, what are you looking for from both these teams? What does Marion really need to do to get back in this game? And what does Bennett need to do 
to keep Marion off of their, their tail to try and pull away in this one. Well, on the Marion side, offensively, I think you got to control the line of scrimmage. The Bennett linebackers have been crashing, crashing, crashing that line of scrimmage and stopping those gains for short gains. They kind of break that out, maybe get around the ends, do a little, uh, a few more screens and sweeps. But, you know, that two pattern that I've been talking about that first half, that's a very dangerous pass. And those are the type of passes you see in the NFL that, that go for pick sixes. So you got to be careful with that pass because, you know, Bennett's going to be getting coached up on that right now. I think they have to go to some slants, maybe some flag routes towards, you know, the flags of the end zone, maybe even a post or two. But once you clear those linebackers, you got a little room to run. I think on Bennett's side, uh, they got to keep doing what they're doing. they got a big quarterback, some big receiver cores. Their pass blocking seems to be pretty good, and it's been a good defensive ball game. Marion themselves have been, I, I consider Marion have been holding uh, them back on defense in a sense. They've been holding the Bennett team to 14 points. This team, uh, with some of the players and the player makers they have on Bennett, th- this, team could, this team could break it out a little bit in a sense of the score because some of the tools that they have on the field. Got a couple of more score updates from the East Suburban Catholic Conference. Uh, the two other games uh, on right now, aside from Marist and Carmel, uh, with Marist with that 3 nothing victory. Uh, Marion Catholic out of Chicago Heights is tied with St. Vider at 7 at the half, and Nazareth and Notre Dame tied at 14 at the half. Uh, Joliet Catholic and St. Patrick will be on tomorrow. Just want to remind you listeners that you are listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch, 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio. As the clock is winding down here at halftime, getting set to start the second half. Bennett doing some of their jumping jacks on the field right now, taking over the entire north side of the field, huddling back in. The Bennett Red Wings will get the kickoff to start the second half and an 11-point lead. And the Hurricanes really need to, to uh, stop them on that first drive to really stop this thing from getting out of hand. Well, I think that's, that's going to be the big momentum stop. That's going to tell... Us, you know, the adjustments in the locker room at halftime, the coaches coaching these boys up and seeing if those adjustments are coming to play at that point. You're going to see that the first series of this second half, kind of what what was said and what was done in in the halftime locker room. All right. So the teams get their their respective sideline. Bennett going to be kicking off to Marion. I guess just a couple more minutes put on the clock right there. Kind of psyched me out as I thought it was going to to uh, just go off there. Well, that was running from 17 seconds, and it jumped back to 217 there <laughs> for a minute. Minutes. Uh, Father Michael, I wanted to talk about the running game for Marion. This is a team that's really done a lot of a lot of running over the last two weeks. And, of course, you said they kind of played down to certain opponents, just a, opponents that were just not at the same level as them as they outscored both Bowen and uh, Morse Marshall up in, in Wisconsin by a combined score of 91 to nothing. So they really ran the ball, kept the clock going in that game, but we've seen them pass more today. Do you think that they really need to establish the run here in the second half to really try and get back into things? Well, from an offensive lineman's perspective, anytime that you can establish the run, you open up the pass because those linebackers have to come up to try to stop that run. And you, what you do is you try to dump that uh, ball in the passing game behind those linebackers, getting getting them open in the field, running, and you know any player at that point can make a move and make it to the end zone. All right, so the Marion kicking team is now finally taking the field. 
You know, I wanted to take this time uh, before before I forget to mention it today. Um, on a, on a somber note here, we laid to rest uh, a very important person to us in the Catholic faith, faith in the, the Rockford Diocese in uh, Bishop Thomas Doran, who passed away at age 80 just the other week. Today was his funeral mass as he was laid to rest out in Winnebago County today. Uh, Father Michael, did you have a chance at all to, uh, to meet Bishop Doran at all in, in, uh, along your travels? Indeed, I did. When I was in seminary at Mount St. Mary's, he would often... Uh, uh, come visit his guys that he had studying there from Rockford. And I'll tell you what, what a genuine guy. He loved, loved students. He loved kids. He loved his schools. Uh, and he really did a lot in this area in Rockford for the schools, the Catholic schools uh, that are in his diocese. I remember uh, he uh, presided over my eighth grade graduation from St. Peter and Paul out in Cary. And that was shortly after he had taken over for Arthur O'Neill. So, uh, you know, we... Remember Bishop Doran as he passed away last week, laid to rest today. And Bishop Doran, pray for us. So as the clock winds down, 14-3 lead for the Bennett Red Wings. Marion will be kicking off north to south, left to right. And what, what blessing it is to have a night like today. You know, there was, there was chance to showers here when we first got here. And, you know, uh, we said a little prayer so that... Uh, the rain one hit and one of the coaches came up to me and said, you know, father, we might get some rain. And I said, don't worry. I got my five iron in the car. And he started <laughs> laughing. He says, kind of like Moses, huh? And it was just a joke. Obviously I, I don't carry my clubs with me, but <laughs> so we're underway. The ball up in the air, a short kick lands at about the 27 whistle blown on that play. Not sure why that would be called, as that was a nice even catch. Number 46 uh, caught that ball, the up back. Connor, Connor Reed for Bennett. Interesting. They're going to mark that at the 33-yard line. Looked like it was a nice even catch. He wasn't down. He didn't bend. bend. He didn't go to his knees or anything like that to may mark have, it down. May, may he... Uh, did he wave his hand at all when he when he saw that ball coming? See, and that's interesting because I don't know if a fair catch can even apply to a kickoff. It, it, that that would be new to me. I've never, never actually you're, seen that before. True. Well, regardless, it's going to be the first down from the line of scrimmage from their own 28 for the Bennett Red Wings from the shotgun throwing over. Oh, the picked, picked off. Picked there off. it is. Marion Central has it. Wide open room. Could we have a pick six? He goes to the end zone. Touchdown, Touchdown Marion Central. The Canes get on the board with their first touchdown as Steve Pinter from the first play from the line of scrimmage gets that pick six and puts the Canes right back in the game, 14-9. to nine. And it's funny, we were talking about that pattern just earlier, and they ran that pattern. That was a great snap and a great throw, but he undercut that pattern, and he took it all the way to the end zone. No for flags on the field. Crowd fired up. A big momentum swing right here. They haven't put the points on the board. Now they did. Now the Marion Central... Extra point team comes out to make it a four-point game. That was a big shift right there. Big momentum shift for Marion. And it looks like, uh, oh, they got one of these uh, field goal plays where they line everybody up at the end of the field. It's one of these trick plays, and they got the kicker and the quarterback over to the right. Now they shift to the normal position, and it looks like they're calling a timeout. Interesting. We saw Marion Central do that against Bowen two weeks ago. They ended up... Uh, running a two-point conversion on the first touchdown that they scored of the season early on in that game. We're not able to convert. Uh, this time around, though, looks like it fooled Bennett, and perhaps uh, you know, perhaps they were just going to try and just see if uh, Bennett would uh, 
would kind of bite on that, but able to get Bennett to waste the timeout early on. So quick pick six, nine seconds in, and Bennett wastes the timeout, and this momentum shifts heavily in Marion Central's favor. Well, in college, I, uh, I also long snapped, and that was one of our plays in college, and actually we were taught to turn the ball and actually throw it behind that line off to the left side on the hash mark to the running back behind the line of scrimmage, or we could snap it, kick it, or he could roll out right. So there's a lot of options, but they line up for the traditional point after here, Marion, uh, for the extra point. And it's snapped, it's up in the air, and it's good. That makes it 14 to 10 as the Hurricanes trail the Red Wings on a big momentum shift here to start the second half. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bring quality Catholic and local programs like this all-star Catholic high school game of the week to our community. We can only do that with listeners' financial support, so take a moment now to donate online at WSFICatholicRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. That's WSFI Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Well, Paul, this has turned into a ball game now. It is uh, 14 to 10. Uh, Marion is kicking off here to Bennett, and, and let's see if Bennett can get something going. But this is a great... Uh, ball game to listen to and also to watch. If you're in the area, come down, check out the second half with us here in, in uh, Woodstock. Uh, what a great game here at Marion Central Catholic. You're correct, Marion Central Catholic, not to be confused with Marion Catholic, also in the East Suburban Conference. We're right out here in Woodstock, Illinois, at George Harding Field, just off Route 120. That's Illinois Route 120. So Marion kicking off north to south, left to right. Just nine seconds into the second half as they were able to convert on Steve Pinter's pick six. That one is picked up at about the 10-yard line for Bennett. He has a seam. Now he rolls out to the left-hand side trying to juke the Marion defenders, and he's brought out at the 25-yard line out of bounds. Now, Father, if you're head coach Pat New for Bennett Academy, what are you saying to your players right now after that pick six and that change of events? Well, I think you got to forget about the last play at this point. You know, football is a game of adversity. And when you have a failed play or somebody fails on the play or a, uh, a pick like that or a fumble, you got to shake that off. And that's the one thing I love about football is because you forget about the past. It's much like spirituality. You know, we fail every day as Christians. We fail and struggle in faith, and sometimes you have to go to confession to forget about those things of the past and regroup and start moving in the future, and that's what Bennett's got to do right here. It looks like a personal foul was called, and they're back down all the way to the eight-yard line. Yeah, half the distance to the goal line, so you know Bennett would have had a great field position from their own 25. Now they find themselves back at their own eight-yard line to start the second drive. It might have been a unsportsmanlike conduct because they kind of piled on the guy. Um, Schneider takes it inside himself for a gain of about five yards there, they kind just of, trying to move away from the end zone. They kind of piled on the guy in the in in, in the uh, sideline, you know, when he was out of bounds, and, and four or five guys came, you know, right over that pile, and that I think is what they called no huddle offense here. Saw that no huddle offense back in the first quarter for Bennett Academy, just trying to move things along and get that rhythm back that they had to end both quarters. Handoff over on the right hash mark, enough for a first down. As 
gain of about five or six there on that play, maybe six or seven. I think this is the momentum that Bennett needs, the control of the line of scrimmage here. And actually their offensive line is getting to the depth of the linebackers and creating some holes for those running backs. And that was Victor Karam on the carry, first down and 10 from their own 22. Three ride receivers, left-hand side. Oh, he almost had it again. Almost picked off once again, and that was Steve Pinter once again getting in on that one as that was underthrown by Jack Schneider. What a great play. He was down horizontal against the field, diving, stretched out, trying to get a hand on that ball. And he could have he had that, but uh, what a wonderful play. So they're going to say it's an official timeout, just kind of stopping things right here. Second down and seven. Interesting. I guess they said that they did give him the catch on that one. I thought it for sure was down, but they moved it up three yards. Handoff inside. Can't get the tackle, and now it looks like Karam is able to get to about the 33-yard line, just shy of the first down marker. No, I think Another that's going to change, yeah. yeah. Just enough for the first down. What a great little inside run that was. He weaved in and out of uh, the linebacker positions. Offensive line once again got to those linebackers and are controlling that line of scrimmage. It was actually Marty Dawson, the ball carrier for Bennett. Looks like trips right here, Paul. Trips right and one receiver on the left-hand side, dropping and throwing to the right, short. Gain of about two is Wyatt Ah, oh, the tackler for Marion Central, brings down, it's like C.J. Burke or perhaps Michael Challenger. Yeah, it's going to be Burke, the receiver for Bennett. Well, they had that, uh, they had that outside receiver streaking, and uh, boy, I could see a fake to that short receiver going deep here because that safety bit on that play and if they're watching up here in the booth, they could they could get a lot of yardage off of that. Draw by Schneider. Schneider gets about six. Not enough for the first down. Takes it himself up to the right-hand side. It's going to make it third and very short, though. Boy, Schneider's a big kid for a, a high school athlete. And, you know, looking at his throws and his arm and the way he moves a little bit, he may have a chance in the future to play at the collegiate level. Hey, six foot two, 205 pounds. He's a senior this year, a third year starter for Bennett. Handoff inside. Karam cutting back over to the right. And his momentum is stopped. About a four or five yard gain. Makes it second down. Well, it seems like that uh, Bennett is having more success right up the middle, uh, man on man on those linebackers. When they start to weave to the outside and try to get outside those tackles, the speed of, um, you know, this team here, Marion team has has uh, basically brought them down. Another inside handoff. It's enough for a first down by Bennett. As they go into Marion territory, moves the chains. Just under nine minutes left to play here in the third quarter. A 14-10 lead by Bennett. They had a 14-3 lead at halftime, but just nine seconds into the quarter. Steve Pinter able to get that pick six and put things back into perspective for Marion Central. Wyatt Awe able to get there right away as that's gonna be a loss of yards on the completed pass. As Nick Keyes just had nowhere to go. Great play by our SFI Player of the Week, Wyatt Awe. Well, he threw that out on a screen pass, a flare to the left here, and he was right on that ball. He made great contact, drove his feet, and drove him to the ground. So it's gonna set up second and 13 from the Marion 46 yard line from shotgun. Schneider is gonna have a short dump off pass over to the left, but that one not gonna get much of a gain right there as the receiver was Marty Dawson. 
Makes it second and long with just about eight minutes left to play here in the third quarter. And that was an inside uh, screen to the wing back there that he caught behind the line of scrimmage, but those linebackers stayed home and uh, soon on the ball and dropped him down for a loss. Running back over to the right of Schneider in the backfield from the shotgun. He's got some pressure. Oh! And Ball gets in there. Jake Ball able to get a big sack on a shoestring tackle of Jack Schneider. Makes it third and very long now. A great defensive stance for Marion Central. That was almost like a he picked that ankle up and he flung it up in the air and he actually did like a cartwheel there. That was an exciting play by number 45. I didn't think he had him at all, but you just saw Schneider lose his feet and just kind of go end over end there. That was actually third down, and that sets up now fourth and 23 as Bennett has to kick out of their own territory. Churak back to get that as he fields that one at the 25 and moves forward, just keeps moving his feet, pumping him to about the 33-yard line. Boy, coaches always tell you if you just keep moving your feet, you're able to try and beat off your defender there. And uh, he was able able to just extend that for another about five yards just by, by moving his legs there. He had two guys on him, and he was moving backwards, and he kept on pumping his feet. What a great second effort. So it's 7.08 left to play here in the third quarter, a 14-10 lead for Bennett as Marion Central will take over going left to right from the Bennett 30, or I'm sorry, from their own 34-yard line. From the pistol... Gavin Scott hands off over to Nemesek, who's able to get an eight-yard gain over at the right hash mark. See, this, this was what I was talking about earlier. They're starting to fire off the ball and control that line of scrimmage, and you can see those holes for the running back opening up in the middle. Well, we were saying, Father Michael, that that running game needs to be established in order for Marion's offense to be successful. Perhaps this is a sign of things to come. So that sets up second and two here with just under seven minutes to play here in the third quarter. 14-10 lead for Bennett over Marion Central, an East Suburban Catholic Conference play. Two running backs, or I'm sorry, two wide receivers on the left-hand side, handoff on the inside, gain of about one, just shy of the first down marker right up the middle of the field. Yeah, those linebackers really crashed. The offensive line didn't get a chance to get up to the linebackers. Stopped short of the first down, but we're going to get a third and one here. Actually, third and a half. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what they do here. They could do a sneak. They could go inside. They could try to open it up as well. Join WSFI 88.5 FM for the Healing the Whole Person Conference on October 28th and 29th at Marytown, Libertyville, Illinois. Conference will feature Kyle Clement, a 15-year veteran trainer of Catholic Priest Exorcist. More on that in just a moment. Here's third and one. Scott under center. Scott takes it himself. I don't think he has enough for the first down. We'll see where they spot it. He did move forward. Might be fourth and inches here while they're setting that up. Going back to the... Healing the Whole Person Conference, October 28th and 29th at the Marytown, Libertyville, Illinois. Conference will feature Kyle Clement, a 15-year veteran trainer of Catholic priest exorcists, who will help us to understand the satanic calendar, our Blessed Mother's role as protector, and help us identify our spiritual vulnerabilities. Father Bob Sears will focus on healing of unwanted generational tendencies, and Father Jim Curtin will address the topic of deliverance. If you register by October 1st, the conference is only $100. For more information or to register for the conference, visit WSFICatholicRadio.org or call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455 or WSFICatholicRadio.org. We've got a Marion first down on an official timeout. They brought the chains out, and he is clear of the first time. They're going to get first and 10. Uh, they got about... Uh, about 
55 yards to go for a touchdown, but Marion's on the move here, establishing that running game and starting to control that line of scrimmage. Boy, how much of a difference does that pick six by Steve Pinter to start the second half make? I mean, if, if Bennett was able to have a score, we could find ourselves at 21 to three right now, but instead Bennett only leads 14 to 10 and Marion starting to move that momentum in their favor. First down and 10 at their own 44. Got a back on each side of Scott, who's in the pistol. Fake handoff to Nemesek, but he's gonna take it himself for a loss of about a yard. That's that fake counter draw but that linebacker was not biting, hit him at the line of scrimmage, and maybe a little loss, but I think he's going to end up right at second and 10. We've seen Scott kind of have almost like an option read where he's kind of taking it himself when he could have handed that off, and that was kind of an opportunity there where I thought he was going to give it to Nemesek, who was streaking down to the left-hand side, but instead took it himself, and I think Bennett has really caught on to that sort of play, and that it makes it second and 10 from their own 44. Five minutes left, dropping back. Looking for a pass, left-hand side, throwing deep downfield, just out of the reach of A.J. Golombiewski, the wide receiver for the Marion Hurricanes, and that sets up third down. He got his outside hand on that ball, but he just couldn't control the ball. You know, sometimes when that ball falls in the pocket of your hand, you can control it. We see some of the professional athletes, receivers do that. That's very hard for a high school athlete, but a great attempt on the ball. That was about a 30-yard pass that, uh, it's coming back. Now we're looking at a third and 10, uh, and it's kind of a crisis situation here for Marion, in a sense, to try to keep this drive going. And that's a great play by Eric Jones, the cornerback for Bennett on the coverage of Golombiski there. So third down and 10 from their own 44, just under five minutes left to play here in the third quarter. From the pistol, Scott dropping back, looking for a pass. He's got nothing. A little bit of pressure, escapes it, gets the right hash mark. And just ahead for a short game, but that'll set up fourth down at about seven, just shy of the 50-yard line, and the punt team will probably be out for the Hurricanes right here. Yeah, it looks like that's exactly what they're going to do, and especially when you got a close game, 14-10, it is a game of field position. So if you can drive them back to the 20-yard line, make them go 80, you got a better chance at like that pick six that we've seen in the third quarter here. And of course, uh, that came after a penalty really brought back Bennett, too, as that kind of pushed them against their own end zone. They would have had great field position, but a personal foul to start the second half really did set things up there. So here comes the punt as that one kind of wobbles, lands at about the 20, rolls over to the 15. It's not going to be taken by the Red Wings as that's going to be picked up at about the 11-yard line by Marion Central's Greg Salvi. So once again... A really good start for the Marion defense as Bennett's pushed back against their own end zone, spotted at their own 11-yard line. And like I said, they got field position on their side. They got 90 yards behind them. And if they can make a play on defense again, this game could get tight or they could take the lead. I want to go back to the Marion Central offense with their passing game. It seems like they really haven't been able to find that rhythm despite having a couple of good passes to keep drives going. It just doesn't feel like that Gavin Scott has that right rhythm with his wide receivers. Your thoughts, Father? I would agree at that. I think he's a little tentative, you know, and I think he's given a lot of respect to these DBs on Bennett's uh, ball club. Schneider takes it himself on first and 10 on a fake handoff. It's going to be a gain of about seven yards just inside the 20-yard line. Sets up second and... Looks like they're going to say second and five. They're going to spot him at the 16-yard line. And it looks like we have a player down, and I know exactly what he's going going through on uh, Marion. It's number 45. He's got a cramp in his leg. Yeah, it's Jake Ball, and that's a big defensive threat for Marion Central. That's not 
a player that you want to see go down. You don't want to see anyone go down, but especially a defensive captain like that. And you're right. He's limping off the field, seems to be favoring maybe uh, his left left hamstring. What happens, you know, in these games, sometimes you don't realize it, but you get so dehydrated that your muscle locks up and it's very hard to get those cramps out. So he's got to be brought to the trainer here and they got to rub that out and get some water in his system. So it sets up second down and five, 348 left to play in the third quarter, a 14 to 10 lead for the Bennett Red Wings over the Marion Central Hurricanes. From shotgun, two receivers on each side, a back right next to Schneider, and he's going to take that himself. Gets away from a couple of Marion defenders, shy of the first down marker, but is able to move it up a couple of yards for third down. Looks like it's going to be a third and one here. Uh, he felt pressure, you know, from the outside. That defensive end crash made him kind of come inside, and the linebacker cleaned him up. The Bennett moving the ball on the ground this time around. I think they're kind of staying away from some of those short passes after we saw what happened uh, to start the second half on that pick six by Steve Pinter. And really, they're moving the ball along on this running game here, now having Jake Ball out. You're really going to see uh, maybe a little bit of a mismatch here for some of the linebackers. Jammed up at the line, and it looks like I spoke too soon. I haven't blown the whistle yet as it looked like his momentum has stopped. He might have gotten enough for the first down there. Yeah, it looks like the official has passed the first down. Uh first down marker and uh looks like they got that so mo the momentum is is kind of shifting towards Bennett they're controlling the line of scrimmage you know with the running game and let's see if that opens up the passing game for him trainer is tending to Jake Ball on the sideline right now first and 10 from their own 22 for the Bennett Red Wings 251 and counting left to play in the third quarter Red Wings holding on to a four-point lead from shotgun he's got five receivers throwing over to the right Eschenbach, and it's just out of his hands as Wyatt Awe gets to him really quickly. Sorry, that's Jared Shurak that broke that one up. Big incomplete pass right there, and that forces second down. I think he's trying to run with that ball before he had it. It hit him right in the hands. As he spun to turn to run, that ball kept on going. And uh, unfortunately, they are second and 10. Second and 10, two receivers on each side, one in the backfield. As Schneider has nowhere to go, it looks like it might have been like a high snap or a blitz perhaps by the Hurricanes as they're able to get him down in the backfield. Patrick Brunken, the Hurricane linebacker there on the sack. Well, that's going to be, you know, in the books as a sack. He was a, he was a running back, but it is the quarterback that was dropped for a loss here. And it looks like the momentum is being picked up by Marion and their defense is, is kind of answering the call here. This is going to be a big play to see what happens. It's third and 11. Five wide receivers throwing right up the middle. Finds a short pass, enough for the first down, and that'll be spotted at the 35-36 yard line. Big reception right there by number 23 on Bennett Jack Aschenbach, the six foot seven junior. Aschenbach found a pocket behind the linebackers, and that was drilled in there for the first down. And that's really the first time we've seen him have a route that went up the middle, and it's a false start penalty. Coming against Bennett there. That's going to be against Shane O'Mara, the 6'4 offensive lineman, a sophomore. And that's a youth mistake right there, if I, if I could ever say one right there, is that now gives them the first and 15. Both these teams have some, some big sophomores on the line there. We talk about Shane O'Mara, 6'4", 230-pound sophomore. And, of course, Dusek and Thorpe Hagliong for Marion Central. Running over the right-hand side, he's got some room, but only a two-yard gain. And run up for a, I think it was a, yeah, that was a two-yard gain. It looked like a loss there. He ran a counter sweep off to the right side, and the speed of the linebackers of Marion just pushed him out of bounds uh, for only a gain about two. And that was Nick Keyes, the ball carrier for the Red Wings. 
Sets up second down and 12 as they're able to pick up three on that one after the O'Mara false start penalty. 125 left to play in the third quarter. Handoff inside. Escapes one tackle. Initially gets back to the original first down marker. It's going to set up third and just about nine as he gets inside of that first marker. One left to play, a 14-10 lead for Bennett. Life changes, so does your need for life insurance. People buy houses, have more children, get married, change jobs, go into business. Life insurance isn't a one-time purchase. More on that as Schneider, dropping back, escapes a couple of defenders and is able to pick up a big gain, getting to the first down marker, sets up fourth down and short under a minute to play here in the third quarter. Uh, he's a big kid. He, he had about six yards to go. He put his head down and he dragged three people almost to that marker. It's going to be fourth and one. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, Bennett does here on this this particular down. If they punt or they're going to go for it. Like, I think with the size of that quarterback, I might go for it at this point. Yeah, I think yeah, we've seen that kind of work a couple of times. And it looks like that's what they're going to end up doing. Clock is ticking. Under 20 seconds left to play here in the third quarter. Fourth down and two. Big play coming right here. Man in motion is Keys running from left to right. Now there's two receivers on each side, and I think they're just going to let the clock tick out to end the third quarter and keep us in suspense. What they were doing there is they were trying to get the defense to jump to try to get that extra five yards, you know, so they get the automatic first down. Marion not biting on that one. We played through three quarters. The Hurricanes able to pick up a pick six by Steve Pinter to start things off here in the quarter. Keeps them in the game. They trail 14 to 10. We head into the fourth quarter, and I want to tell you about Catholic Financial Life Insurance. Life changes, so does your need for life insurance. People buy houses, have more children, get married, change jobs, go into business. Life insurance isn't a one-time purchase, and Catholic Financial Life will be there for you every step of the way. Why not look at life insurance from an organization with the same Catholic values that you have? Call Matt Tomlinson, an advisor with Catholic Financial Life. Call 847 548 Matt, that's 847-548-6288. So, Father Michael, your thoughts on what you saw here in the third quarter. Uh, definitely a shift in momentum here as Marion Central really put themselves back in it, but just not able to convert offensively. We saw them stick a little bit on the ground, but still kind of sticking to that pass and not developing that momentum. Meanwhile, Bennett, they have something going here and able to maybe make this possibly a two-score game if they can keep things going, but they got a big fourth and two right here. Well, this fourth and two play, it's going to be interesting to see what the linebackers of Marion uh, Catholic do here. Um, it looks like it's fourth down. They drop back the punt here. So they will bring out the punt team as they didn't get Marion Central to bite on the last play of the third quarter trying to pick up the penalty. Fair, Fair catch. catch. called by Wyatt Awe as he lands at the 30-yard line. Decent field position for the Hurricanes, a chance to really climb back into this thing. They only trail by four, so a touchdown would really be beneficial right now on their home turf. Well, I think that, again, you control that line of scrimmage, you open up that passing game. Uh, you have to get on those linebackers as an offensive line when you run the ball. And if they do that, which they have been doing this third quarter, as we're moving into the fourth quarter, if they continue to do that, I think they're going to be successful in this ball game. Two wide receivers over on the right-hand side for Gavin Scott. He's got two in the backfield, and he's got a slot back to the left. No wide receivers. Now the runner in motion. Handoff inside. Nemesek, and he gets popped over at the 40-yard line, but that is a good gain of about five yards, keeping the ball moving forward on the ground for the Hurricanes. Well, as an offensive lineman, I always loved 
uh, second and five because there's so many options, plays you can call, variation of plays you can call, and that's right where you want to be as an offensive line. We had an old saying, you know, get three and out, you know, in a, three at a time, three every play, and you got a first down every series of downs. Same formation, two wide receivers, couple of slot backs, and one running back next to Gavin Scott in the pistol. Second down and five. He's going to hand that one off. Almost missed on the handoff there. Sweeping over to the right-hand side. Not enough for a first down, but a decent run by the slot back Joey Petrick for Marion Central. He gets the corner on that play. He gets about four yards. It's going to be a third and one. Not a bad situation. We'd have liked to got that first down, but it it you know there's a lot of options here he can play. Here we're talking about the Hurricanes trying to establish the run. They've really done that on this series here. But now a chance on third and short. Will they keep it on the ground? Will the Red Wings read that perfectly? This is going to be a big turning point play right here of this game, uh, depending on what happens here, whether Marion can convert or Bennett can stop them. Third and one, 10-35. Couple of slot backs, no wide receivers. Handoff inside. He gets to the line. Is it enough for the first down? Let's see where they spot it. Oh, it looks like it's going to be a little short. But I think he initially had that first down. His head popped out the other side of the line. I think it might be, you know, the the mark of the officials at this point was a little shy because they're a little late getting to the ball carrier. But it looks like they're going to measure here um, and take a measurement. It looks like fourth and a half a yard, maybe. So it's going to be possibly fourth and short. An official timeout with 10.23 left to play in the fourth quarter. Are you enjoying this All-Star Catholic High School football game of the week? Did you know that you can listen to it again later on demand? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org. Click on Listen, then Programming. That's WSFICatholicRadio.org. Listen, then Programming. If you want to hear the sweet, subtle baritones of myself and Father Michael Leitner. (laughs) We had number five down on the field there for Bennett. Uh, It looks like a minor injury, maybe another cramp as the humidity in the air it's out there, and it's drawn the water out of these guys. It's really important to stay hydrated, and a lot of cramps going on with these young football players. And that's Eric Jones, a cornerback for Bennett Academy. He's been going up against mm-hmm. A.J. Golombuski, the wide receiver for Marion Central. A third and short play coming up. I'm sorry, a fourth and short play coming up right here, so we probably won't see a pass to take advantage of that mismatch, but that's something to keep an eye on, as now it's a different defensive back lining up against Golombuski. It's going to be a quarterback sneak. I don't think he had enough. I think that's a big stop for the Red Wings. They're celebrating like it has happened. Scott came under center there, dived forward, and was met by the nose guard. I don't know who's playing that position. It might have been number 46, but a heck of a job at the defensive line of, of Bennett there to stand those offensive linemen, shed them, and get to the quarterback. It looks like a loss down, and it's going to be first down now for Bennett going the other way. A big turnover on downs, and it's as it stays in Marion territory now. Bennett with great field position to start this drive. They only lead by four. If they can score, it would be a two-score game here in the fourth quarter with 10-14 left to play right now. While they're going into a short field, they're in uh, Marion territory at the 40. They got 40 short yards to go for a touchdown, and they may open it up here. Receivers on the left one, two on the right. Oh. Big mismatch is a wide open C.J. Burke, but it's overthrown as Schneider rushed his delivery there. Perhaps a blitz by the Hurricanes forced that, but gosh, that would have been a big, big reception if Burke was able to pull that one down. And like we were saying in the first quarter, first quarter, they missed about four of those plays, and if they would have connected on those plays, this would be a different ball game. 
So a lot of great defensive plays by the Hurricanes have really kept this game close. It's 14 to 10 as it stands right now. Bennett with the lead, 10-10 left to play in regulation. Three receivers on the right-hand side, one on the left, handoff inside. As that one heads over to Marty Dawson for a short gain, sets up now third and about seven. Just under 10 minutes left to play, a third. Third and long, I guess you could say. Third and eight. Third and eight, looks the way, like. The way Bennett's been moving the ball, though, in the air, eight, eight yards is really nothing for them. We'll see what they do if they decide to pass or keep it on the ground, which they've done mostly after that uh, interception to start the third quarter. Spread formation, motion to the left, no Man handoff. Two fake handoffs, he throws over to the right, finds Burke this time over at the 30-yard line, just shy of the first down marker, depending on where they spot it. It looks like the first down chain is at the 29, so that could be another fourth down coming here, fourth and short. That's what I would call misdirection. You fake to the motion back, you fake to the counter back, you pull up and you pass uh, right in the flat, and you get the first down. And this time, Schneider and Burke making it right on each other after that botched play on second down. Are they going to measure this, Paul? 9.20 left nope. to play? No, they're not going to measure it. And it looks like fourth and one. The clock is not ticking, though. Schneider in the shotgun, two backs. Schneider gets it, runs to the right, pulling on his jersey and tugging at him. I think they stopped, they stopped him. him. Wow, two turnover on downs back-to-back -back as Bennett is not able to capitalize on great field position. Great defensive play, but uh, Father Michael, I wanted to, to point out that after a, a play that was a, a completed pass, they didn't start the clock back again. So really, it should have been... It was only six seconds that started after the ball was snapped. No timeout was called. It really should be less time left on the clock. Perhaps with more time left on the clock, that could help a team like Marion Central, who's trailing by four in this game and now has the ball back. You never know what's going to happen with the clock. It is a game of inches. It is a game of seconds. But Marion's got a great opportunity, a defensive stand to stop them on downs. And let's see if they can come back and, and grasp that momentum that's going in their favor right now. Marion Central starts from their own 31, first down and 10. Scott drops back. He's looking over to the left-hand side. Now he's trying to escape. He rolls away from one defender, and as that ball is almost swatted out of his hands from his backside, he's able to get a couple yards gain on that one. Looks like he might have been dropped in the backfield, but able to scramble and gain some yards. It looks like number 44 had him by the jersey. He escaped, and he actually gained about four yards from where he was. It was a gain about three, so it looks like second and seven, but not a bad play, but there was pressure there. He was looking, but the wide receivers weren't open, and it seems like when you're looking to the outside, those two patterns we were talking about before, they need to go to the middle with their passing game. So they got two receivers over on the left-hand side, one on the right, a slot back on the right. Runner in the backfield. Scott dropping back, trying to pass. Now he's got a seam. He's going to try and find it past an official and a couple of Bennett players. It's a short gain, not enough for a first down, but it'll set up third down and short here with 8.15 left to play in the fourth quarter. Well, that's the fastest I've ever seen an official run trying to get out of the way of that, and he just missed him. He almost kind of used him as a blocker there. I was going to say it was like an off tackle, but this time uh, off off referee or off umpire type of move right there. They are not able to get the first down, but sets up third and short. Marion needs to keep this drive alive if they want to stay in this game. They trail by four, just under eight minutes left to play in regulation. Third and one coming here, and it looks like uh, Scott is in the backfield. He's commanding his backs to get in the right position, and here comes the snap. Two slot backs 
A running back behind Scott, two wide receivers. It's gonna be a handoff to Nemesek, short gain. I don't think that was enough for the first down. We'll see where they spot it, though. That's going to be very, very close, and I bet you're going to see a measurement on this. Well, the clock is stopped. He called the first out. down. They do call first down. A big gain right there. Is Nemesek able to get a couple yards on that run right up the middle? Well, sometimes the refs help you. You know, when, they, when they're when they on the field like that, they have a better vantage point than we do, and, and we got uh, Marion got that first down, and they keep this drive alive. Staying patient, keeping it on the ground right now. Back in pistol formation. Slot backs on both sides. Wide receiver one each on the far side. That one, a rough snap. Scott picks it up, though. Almost trips over his own feet. We got flags on the field. Scott rolling to his right. Evades one tackler. Evades another one. Almost a big loss, and he gets popped over at the 32-yard line. Let's see what the call is. I'd imagine it might be a holding coming against Marion Central and a big loss of yardage. Well, that's right in the place where holding is going to be called, and that was a broken play from the, the start. That ball hit the ground. Scott picked it up, scrambled uh, to the left, scrambled to the right, ended up waggling, which is a rollout to the right, and he lost about seven or eight yards on that play, and it looks like uh, Marion Central is going to get called on a holding here. Or Marion, Marion Catholic, I'm sorry. Marion Central, no, you're, you're Marian, Marian Central. Okay. Marion Central Catholic. Central Not to be Catholic. confused with Marion Catholic out of Chicago. In Ice. the same conference. In the same conference. That's, That's a correct. tough thing to do. That is very tough. So that was already a hold in the backfield. That's going to be first and 26 is what they're saying from the 25-yard line. So that might have killed whatever momentum Marion had left. But at least it's first down. No, no, they're going to say second and 26. Of course, the loss of down on that play. Yeah, I was going to say, they, they still have a couple downs to work with, but 26 yards is almost like a mile to some of these players when you find yourself trailing and trying to create plays. Uh, but, Father Michael, I wanted to mention there, Gavin Scott, really, uh, when he rolled out there, if that wasn't a holding call, wouldn't you have liked to see him out of the pocket, just kind of throw that away so that he can at least get back into a second and 10 and not have a loss of, a loss of yards on that one? I was thinking the same thing. Second and 18, handoff to the inside as he's able to get a good gain out of it. Perhaps about 10 yards on that one. Taken down hard. Uh, what, a gain of, gain of six, maybe? I believe so. Perhaps a little bit more. Nemesek going to be the ball carrier on that one. They're going to say third and 18. Yeah, you're right. Probably about seven yards on that one. So third and very long. 6.34 left to play and counting here in the fourth quarter. Well, the momentum has shifted, and especially with this penalty and with this uh, sack. It looks like Marion's got their back against the wall here. Let's see what Bennett comes up with defense, and maybe they can get some yards down the field. Two wide receivers on the left, one on the right. Runner in the backfield, slot back over on the left from the pistol. Scott gets the snap, goes back, throwing long. Ooh. As it looks like his receiver fell down, almost intercepted. Boy, that almost, you know, maybe on the incomplete pass was probably the best-case scenario on that one. As it looked like that uh, Jake Potta uh, fell before that ball even got to him, which almost led to a Bennett interception there. So with 6.04 left, it's going to be fourth and long. Marion will have to punt. Still enough time in this game for anything to happen, but the Hurricanes need a stop here if they want to keep this one close. Oh, it's funny that that defensive back that almost had that interception, he was more surprised by that ball hitting him in the chest than anybody on the field. It was right there, and, and that could have been a big play and a lot of yardage they would have gained there. Punt is up in the air as that one lands about the 30, rolls to the 22. Able to get away and find a hole on the left-hand side, getting to the 40-yard line. Great field position for Bennett 
as their punt returner able to make a play out of that one. I believe that was Ben Cooney on that one. Are you enjoying this All-Star Catholic High School football game of the week? Did you know that you can listen to it again later on demand? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org, click on Listen, then Programming. That's WSFICatholicRadio.org, Listen, then Programming. So Bennett will have great field position still in their own territory. They're going to start from their own 40, first and 10, leading by four. I'd imagine we're probably going to see a lot of running plays to try and eat a lot of clock here late in the fourth. Well, you know, that clock is so very important, and clock management is important at this time of 5.53 left in the fourth. Hand off to the motion back, cutting over to the right-hand side. Gets oh, he's to got the, the corner. Now there is going to be a flag on the play. He's at the 30, the 20, pushed out of bounds on a big hit. On the play, I believe that was Wyatt Awe coming in and giving him the business right at the 20-yard line. But let's see what that penalty is way back over at the 50-yard line. Well, that looks like a holding call where it's placed. It's behind the line of scrimmage right when he made that cut. So I bet it's on the out block. Somebody got their hands outside of the shoulder pads, and the refs called that a holding. Big break for the Hurricanes there is that'll make a second, I'm sorry, a first and long. And that's exactly what it is, a holding on that corner. He got that corner pretty easy, so someone was cheating. Boy, talk about that hit, though, by Wyatt Awe. It doesn't really count, but you know, but, able to stop him from getting to the end zone, but just really got him uh, right out of bounds there. That one's going to be marked back at the 34-yard line, sets up first and 16. Yeah, we call that getting swept out of the uh, field to play there. Uh, three guys took him out of bounds and hit very hard. Two receivers on each side, a running back to the right. Now one in motion. Fake handoff. Now it goes to oh. the interior back. And Marion Central picks up on that one, jamming running back Marty Dawson on the inside. Sets up third and very long. And there was second and long. There was only four people not on that tackle for uh, Marion. Yeah. They went to the ball very heavy. Uh, there was a dog pile right there in the middle, and he got hit hard on the counter play. Yeah, Marion Central saw that one coming. 5-18 and counting. Second down and 19. I believe the Hurricanes still have all three of their timeouts. They trail by four, 14-10. Three receivers on the left for the Bennett Red Wings. Schneider fakes the handoff to the inside, throwing right out the middle, and that goes right out of the hands of number four, Michael Challenger. No one there to get the interception is that Kind of dangerous there when it goes off the hands and up in the air like that. Well, Paul, that's another one of those big plays because that play would have went for 20 yards and he could not hold on to it. Uh, it looks like Schneider is having problems connecting with his receivers and it seems to be on the receiver's side of things. This game could be a much different ball game if they were to catch just a couple of those passes. Two receivers on each side, third and 19, 502 left. Schneider going to take it himself. Picked up right at the line. And dumped. By Ben Keller. Big tackle right there by Keller. And it sets up fourth and long. Just under five minutes to play. Marion's going to have another opportunity to try and retake the lead as they bring out their punt return team. Wyatt Awe heading back to return this kick for Marion. Well, this is turning out to be a great ball game. Uh, Bennett back to punt here. Um, the... Marion receiver is back about the 30-yard line, and it looks like it's a fake. Wah gets nope. it at the 35, goes to the 40, to the 45, and brought down on the big red M, still in their own territory, but great field position to start with 420 left to play in regulation. I missed that punt there, but that almost looked like a pass the way it came off his foot, 
and and seeing the receivers run down uh, that was something else they got great field position going in here so they got about 53 yards to go and let's see if uh, marion can put something together here i want to make mention to that punter brian euler for bennett a left-footed punter just like gavin scott is who punts for marion central so it's rare that you see a left-footed punter and two in one game that's true that's true so Marion Central will take over from their own 48-yard line. 4.20 left to play. It's a 14-10 Bennett lead. Scott from the pistol has a slot back to the left. Two receivers on the right, and A.J. Golombuski is wide receiver on the left. Throwing short, finds Limbaugh. Limbaugh stays in bounds. He's at the 40, brought out of bounds at the 32-yard line. Late flag coming in. Let's see who that one is against, but Limbaugh tiptoeing his way, staying in bounds. If this one stays on Marion's side, that's a big gain. As Limbaugh's happy about that one, let's see what the flag on the play is. I think you're going to see a, a face mask on number two on the defense there. Uh, as I, Danny nope, O'Malley. Personal foul face mask. That's going to be 15 yards added on to Marion's nice run there of about 17 yards. And they are now threatening Bennett. And they're going to be placed probably right about the 21. Um, nope. It's going to be the 16 yard line. Seven, yeah, 17-yard line, first down and 10. Marion Central only trails by four points. They're at home right now. How much does home field advantage really play into a game like this at this sort of scenario? Oh, I think the crowd, the band, having your parents here, all of that stuff plays in. These guys are fighting hard. And again, it's all I think it's all about the line of scrimmage at this point. If you can extend that line of scrimmage forward and push these guys back, and get that running game going, you're going to score here in this position. Scott dropping over to the left. He finds Golombiewski, catches the pass, and is out of bounds at the 12-yard line. No, they say that he does stay in, keeps the clock ticking. It's going to be spotted at about the 12. Four that, minutes left to play, and that brings up second down and five. That's that old University of Michigan uh, screen pass where you have the two receivers blocking for the one, trips left, and one backs off. You throw, and then you run into uh, where those receivers are blocking. And he got a nice gain there. Um, and I think there, there's a possibility that this this uh, Marion team can go ahead here in the final minutes of the fourth quarter. Well, this is where history is made on Friday nights on the gridiron as Marion Central looking for a come-from-behind victory. They trail 14-10 to 10 here with 3.25 left to play. Second and five, Scott throwing to his right, almost intercepted and just out of the hands of Jake Potoff. Lucky break there almost for the Hurricanes as it looks like Bennett had a couple of defensive backs just get in there to try and pick that one off. Well, that free safety, I, I, I don't think Scott looked away from that receiver that whole route. That free safety uh, roamed in and was watching his eyes settled in there and almost got the pick. That could have been dangerous and that could have stopped the momentum of this Marion team. Well, and that's something that we kind of noticed, noticed about Gavin Scott and also something that Matt Tomlinson from SFI Radio kind of mentioned at the half is Scott doesn't really look off any of his defenders at all either. He kind of just motions in on one of his receivers. And I think Bennett is really cluing into that one. So third and five, 321 left to play in regulation from the 12 yard line, dropping over to the right, a little bit of bumping. They're gonna call a pass interference. The flag comes down. This what? one's coming against Bennett and it might be a fresh set of downs if it, it is. It's gonna be a fresh set of downs and you're gonna have first and goal uh, going into the end zone. They're gonna get four downs to put this ball in. Uh, he undercut that receiver, but actually he hit him with his shoulder pad and threw the offensive receiver off course. So you're going to see a defensive pass interference call here. Lucky break for the Hurricanes. It's Brian Nemesek, the 
running back for Marion Central is motioning for the crowd to get loud right now. Get loud. Let Bennett hear you. And of course, once the play is uh, called, you don't really want them to get too loud when your team is on offense. Oh, this crowd is fired up now. They're supporting their team. And it, and it looks like uh, the ball's on what, about five and a half, six yard line. Uh, it's really time to uh, establish that running game. And if you can, you know, even get outside or, or those counter plays, you can create a hole, get on those linebackers, you open this thing up and you're, you're three points ahead at this point. First and goal for the Hurricanes at the six-yard line in the red zone. Scott's going to take it himself, gets inside the five, keeps that clock ticking, 3-12 and going. Now, Father Michael, how much do you really want time to be taken off the clock? You don't want to give Bennett the ball. If, should you be able to score, you don't want to give Bennett the ball with too much time left on the clock as it just gets past the three-minute mark. But Marion still trails by four. The most important thing is they got to get in that end zone. They do have to get in that end zone. And the thing is, is I think they're doing a smart thing by running the ball. This is going to be your last chance, I think, as Marion. You need, it, you need to get it into the end zone at this point, and you can't play uh, clock position. But the best thing to do is to run it out in this position. 239 and counting. Second and goal from the four-yard line. Everyone is bunched up. Tight formation. And running backs on each side from under center, and Scott is stopped right at the line of scrimmage. I don't know why you would call a sneak on that play, especially when you got the force of those running backs coming out of the backfield. But you had basically the defensive line crashing the offensive lineman's legs to create a pile, and it looked like Scott just fell over you know, into that pile. So... It didn't do as much good. Maybe they're trying to run the clock out a little more. I think more. that's, yeah, I think Coach Maloney for Marion Central is really trying to eat up some of that clock as Scott did, it was able to move forward as he kind of snuck in from the pistol formation to get right up under center, something that we saw them do earlier where they were able to convert on a fourth down and short earlier in this game. But uh, they move up to the two-yard line. It's now down to 105 seconds left in this game and counting. Bennett still has two timeouts to use. Marion Central has all three, but Marion's got to put the ball in the end zone. And they only have two downs to work with as it's third and goal. So we got receivers now, two on the right, one on the left, slot back on the right. Scott dropping back, looking over to his left. Now he has to roll, and he's stopped at the 10-yard line. It's going to force a fourth and long. They absolutely have to go for the end zone on fourth down. 121 left to play. Let's see if the Hurricanes call a timeout here. Well, actually... We have, a, we have a Bennett player down, a, a DB in the corner of the end zone here. Um, another cramp. Yeah. It looks like the, the other player is getting the cramp out. Once again, you know, the hydration of these players are very important to keep your body fresh and, and have that water into uh, your body because, you know, the humidity out here, especially in pads, is taking the water right out of your system. 118 left to play, an injury timeout, so almost a lucky break where the Hurricanes don't have to use any of their timeouts. So I want to remind you, you are listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch, 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. And if you like the idea of supporting our local Catholic high school schools and their sports programs, consider sponsoring these broadcasts. WSFI 88.5 FM will market your organization during the game, and you'd make these games possible to air. Sponsorship packages start as low as $135 per game. We reach up to 1.3 million listeners in parts of northern Illinois and southern Wisconsin, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Contact us at info at WSFIRadio.org or call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. 
big play right here. This is possibly the play of the game. Sometimes this is not a bad position to be in because you back off, you get your receivers a little more room to run those patterns and a little more separation. Uh, looks like Scott is in the shotgun here. Fourth and goal. Three receivers on the right-hand side. Scott rolling to the right. He's thrown into the end zone looking for Golombuski. That one gets away. No flags on the field. A turnover on downs. And Marion's last chance at trying to take over and win this game at home just slipped away as Bennett will take over from their own 10-yard line. I think he had an opportunity. He, that was a tough receiver to hit because the defensive man was in between the receiver in the corner of the end zone. He had somebody flashing inside that I saw, and everything was clearing out. He could have run that at least pretty close to the goal line at that point if he tried to put an effort in. But uh, what a great attempt that was, a great diving attempt uh, to catch that football, and they fall up short here uh, with one minute left to play. They're down by four, and Bennett's got the football coming out. Now, I do believe Marion Central still has all three of their timeouts. That could, could come into play. Might give them a shot at trying to get the ball back, but really, that was your shot right there as they had third and short from two yards away, able to try and put that in, and then they moved back to the 10-yard line on a loss on a passing play. So just a missed opportunity as Schneider is going to take that himself for the Red Wings and is stopped at the 16-yard line. Timeout called at just under a minute left to play, 59 seconds on the clock. I think you're very foolish, uh, you know, if you're Bennett, if you throw this football. You keep this on the ground, you run it till fourth down, and if you have to punt, you punt that football and put some distance between this Marion team, which is hot and has some momentum right now on offense, and you put some distance between them and the goal line. Boy, Father Ma Michael, talk about a good game that we've seen so far right now. It's surprising that the score is so low right now as we saw that Bennett looked like they were going to pull away a little bit when they were up 14-3 to at halftime. Thought that they really established their passing game and they were really going to pull away from Marion Central. But, of course, that pick six by Steve Pinter, first play from scrimmage in the second half, really turned things around, and that's where we're at at 14-10. to But what a great game right now. You really have to... Uh, tip your hat to both these defenses here for keeping this score so low. Well, it has been a defensive ball game, and like I said earlier in that uh, first half, that really Marion has kept this ball club down because they have the tools to break some big plays, and that hasn't happened. It's going to be a handoff to the motion back, sweeping over to the right-hand side, and he's pulled down just behind the line of scrimmage, and it's going to make it third Third and probably about five or six, 55 seconds left were the second timeout called by Marion Central. So they still do have a little bit of life, but it's slipping away from them. Well, as I've known from playing football a long time, anything can happen. Um, you know, if you can draw them back into a punt, the special teams is a big part of that game, and you can, you can split a seam and you can be in the end zone very, very quickly. So this game's not over. And you need your playmakers to step up at this point. Boy, how big would a, a blocked punt be right now if Marion Central can stop them on third down? So third and two from the 18-yard line, 55 seconds left to play. Hurricanes need a stop right here to keep Bennett from getting a first down. Otherwise, we're going to see the victory formation by the Bennett Red Wings. 14 to 10, Bennett with the lead over Marion Central. Just under a minute left to play. You're listening to WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio, the all-star football Catholic game of the week. There are receivers, two on the right, one on the left, a slot back to the left, but I'd imagine it's going to be a running play. Ball snapped, handoff inside. Marion Central trying to get him as Dawson is brought down. For a loss. For a loss. 49 seconds left on the clock. They're going to use that last timeout. 
And this was great clock management by uh, Marion's staff, coaching staff here. They got 49 seconds left with a punt coming up, hopefully. Uh, and I think the, they will punt it to get that distance between Marion and the end zone. But you get a real opportunity to play your two-minute uh, offense here and possibly possibly score. There is a chance Marion can win this ball game, folks. We've seen Marion kind of struggle with the passing game. They were able to get a couple of great receptions uh, from various receivers throughout this game, but really never established a rhythm. But, boy, it's going to be important here uh, once they get the ball back to really get that passing game going here with just under a minute left to play, and they need to score a touchdown as they're down by 4, 14 to 10. Well, I think for the kids on the field, as, as a player myself once, what happens is when that time starts running, you know that that's, that's it. And there's a little harder play coming out. There's You run a little faster, you jump a little higher, and, and hopefully one of these playmakers can make a play here on Marion and get this ball game back in the win column. So Wyatt Aw back to field the kick. He's going to take that one from his own 40. And he's got a lot of room. In the middle of the field. Tries to find a seam, and he's stopped at the 50-yard line. 40 seconds left on the clock. It's actually going to be uh, Crapilli, Anthony, or I'm sorry, uh, Anthony Crapilli that fielded that one, not Wyatt Aw. Getting to the 50-yard line. 40 seconds left, no timeouts. Marion absolutely has to get a touchdown in order to win this game. Well, you know, this is a great time for the Hail Mary. And being a Catholic radio station, you know, so that would course. be fitting. <laughs> but that's never come into play for me where I've had Catholic radio station, Catholic teams, and where the Hail Mary comes into effect at the end of the game. God works in very mysterious ways. Scott in the shotgun trips right. He's got a back in the backfield, one split off to the left. And here comes the snap. He drops back the pass. He's got a man on the slant. Golombuski gets that one at the 31-yard line, but he's at the right hash mark. And it looks like he's down, getting up. Oh, he is getting up, but he got up kind of slow. Back at the line of scrimmage with 36 seconds left. First down from the 31 going into Bennett territory here. And they got their back against the end zone. Hurry up offense as the clock stopped to move the chains. Hasn't started back up yet. Three wide receivers on the left-hand side. Golombuski is going to stay close to the slot here, and they're just going to turf the ball. But a little bit of action after the whistle and a flag on the play. The flag is going to be called because I don't think the offense was set. Yeah, it's going to be an illegal procedure. Pushes them back five yards. Doesn't really hurt them too much as what's the difference between 30 and 35 yards if the goal line is your... your target territory to reach but that flag pattern that that receiver ran it was a perfect throw and catch if they can do that again or run that tight end up uh, they can they can get to the end zone here three receivers to the left hand side Scott gets the snap he's got a roll to his right he has nowhere to go but the sideline and he goes out of bounds just inside the 40 yard line stops the clock at 17.4 and it's going to be second and long end zone is the only way, only way they can go in order to win this game. Well, all you Catholic parents and grandparents out there listening to our broadcast, uh, maybe it's time to, to say Hail Mary. <laughs> and pray for your boys out here to, to play up to their potential. No one gets hurt. It's been a fabulous ball game so far. Beautiful night here in Woodstock, Illinois, at George Harding Field on the campus of Marion Central High School. Hurricanes trailing at home, 14-10 to 10, to the Bennett Academy Red Wings out of Lyle. 
a chance to try and win the game here. Second and 15, 17 seconds left. Ball at the Bennett 37. Scott dropping back. He's got four options to receiver. Throwing up the middle and that picked one's off. picked off. Bennett closes this one out with 12 seconds left to play as that one is picked off by number 32, Devin Peterson. A big turnover right there. And you can see the dejected look in the body language of the Hurricanes of Marion Central. Who, who made that pick? Was that Bennett, you said? Yeah, Bennett's Devin Peterson, a Peterson. linebacker. That was an unbelievable play by a young athlete. He extended to get that ball. He was extended all the way, caught it with his hands, dragged it in before he hit the ground. What a beautiful play by that uh, DB at that point. Kind of have to call that the play of the game. I mean, because that really was a, a, a saving play there because if Marion was able to convert, they probably would have had one more chance to put it in the end zone from the 20-yard line. There's the snap. Snyder in the victory uh, formation kneels down, and we see the clock running 2-1, uh, and that's the ball game. Both teams held scoreless in the fourth quarter, and the score ends. Bennett 14, Marion Central 10 on the WSFI All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. We're going to take it to break. We'll come back with the post-game show and our thoughts on what happened, talk about some of the players of the game, and maybe if uh, he feels up to it, Mike Maloney will come up here for an interview, the Marion Central head coach who unfortunately was on the losing end of things tonight. But a great game here in Woodstock, Illinois. Unfortunately, the home team is on the losing end of things. Yeah, it was a great game, and, and look at the sportsmanship that's happening on the field. Players greeting each other. Um, it was a, ga a great game fought on both sides. Momentum shifts. You had great plays. You had big plays. Uh, nothing better than a high school football game on a Friday night. And these guys played uh, very, very well tonight. Technique strong. A lot of great players. A lot of great plays. And a, a great effort by both teams. So we throw it to break. Come back for the postgame show as we break down the action of what we just saw. Final score, Bennett 14, Marion Central 10 on WSFI Catholic All-Star Game of the Week. Hi, this is Father Paul White from Holy Apostles in McHenry, Illinois. We are very excited, Holy Apostles, about the new WSFI radio station because it gives us an opportunity to do what the Pope calls us to do, to new evangelization and bring the Word of God to those who might not be able to get out to church. So we look forward to everyone in McHenry and Lake County taking advantage of this opportunity to listen to WSFI. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFIRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois. 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Did you know that you can listen to WSFI local programming on demand? Full episodes of Pro Life Today, WSFI Spotlight, Healing the Whole Person, Bursting Forth in Sound, along with our novenas, prayers, and devotions are available on your mobile device or online. For iPhone and iPad users, open the already installed podcast app and search for WSFI. Then click subscribe. Android users need to visit the Google Play Store. 
download the Stitcher app, create a free account, then search for WSFI. Add us to your favorites playlist by clicking the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. The full archive of local shows is also available at WSFIRadio.org. Need help? Call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Back here in Woodstock, Illinois at George Harding Field on the campus of Marion Central High School. Final score, Bennett Academy 14, Marion Central 10. What a great game. Uh, Father Michael, uh, what we just saw, one of the one of the greatest games I, I think I've seen in a long time in high school football. When any time that you get a game that, you know, you're locked up in the in the final minute and you're on your feet since we've been on our feet since the last five minutes of the game. Uh, that's really unbelievable, and that's a great game to watch. We all like that type of entertainment, but these kids put out an outstanding effort on both sides of the ball, um, both defensively for Bennett. Uh, they did well stopping uh, Marion on their momentum shifts, and as they started moving the ball on offense, they missed a lot of big plays that it could have broke this game wide open. And Marion on both sides of the ball, they did very well defensively. Uh, today stopping that that workhorse of the Bennett offense. want to recap the scoring here back in the first quarter. It was Bennett Academy that struck first late in the first quarter as uh, Jack Schneider was able to connect with Nick Keyes, a wide receiver, at about the minute 25 mark of the first quarter. That made it 6 nothing, and then the extra point converted by kicker uh, Victor Karam made it 7 nothing. Go into the second quarter, And you had Marion early in the quarter was able to kick a 27-yard field goal by Matt Darborough, made it 7-3. We thought the score would stay there for a while, but Bennett had a late drive in the first half, and uh, Jack Schneider was able to connect with C.J. Burke, uh, who made a nice juke move right there up the middle uh, to evade uh, a defender and get into the end zone. That made it 14-3 after the extra point was converted. That's where we headed at halftime, and at that point we thought that Bennett was really had the momentum shifted their way, had a chance to just really, uh, the game was was theirs to lose at that point where all they had to do was really just control the ball and they'd be fine. But, of course, the first play that we see from scrimmage, Bennett throws an interception. Jack Schneider ends up throwing that over to Steve Pinter, who was able to return that one about 22 yards for a pick six. That one made it 14-10 to 10 after the extra point, and that's where the scoring stayed. So first play into the third quarter, and we had no scoring after that as uh, both teams held scoreless in a good game at 14-10. to 10. I think you got to give credit to the defensive coaches on both sides of the ball, and this, this game was a defensive matchup, and they held each other to you know that lowest score. That doesn't happen too often in high school football anymore because you have these high-powered offenses and you have these pretty fast players around here that can move, catch the ball, and, and their triple, th- triple threats in all aspects of the game. Uh, I got to do my uh, Federal Communications Commission uh, obligation here and remind listeners that you're listening to the All Star Catholic High School Game of the Week post game show on WSFI Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. And we had a really good one here. Uh, I think the, the next one on the schedule would be October 7th, would be the next one on the schedule. And it's going to actually have Marion Central as they host the Carmel Corsairs here. And that's going to be Friday, October 7th, uh, about 7 o'clock for Huddle Up, which. Uh, 
hopefully crossing our fingers we'll have huddle up actually happen this time around as we had a little bit of a technical malfunction but thankfully we made it on the air tonight and thankfully we were able to broadcast this this wonderful game right here as i see uh head coach for marion mike maloney's making his way up the steps here we'll have a chance to talk to him on his thoughts of uh of this game that we just saw well i think that the technical difficulties today uh you know a lot of prayer to get that stuff up and going but you guys did a great job uh, work in that system, and, and we thank you for all your work you do here at the radio station. And we're going to bring in uh, Mike Maloney, head coach of the Marion Central Hurricanes. And, uh, Coach, what a tough loss, but you really got to hand it to your players. They really stayed in this game all the way to the end. Absolutely, Paul. Really appreciate the support and coverage from WSFI. Uh, I talked to our players at the end of the game. You know, we're a young team, like we talked about early, and, and I was interested to see how they'd react in the tight, critical moments in the game. And I thought we responded well. We just didn't get it done when it really, really mattered. And we're going to move forward and working on improving those scenarios. Uh, it looked like penalties were kind of uh, what was stopping you guys on the first couple drives of the game. Kind of give me your thoughts on that because it seemed like once once you kind of got the, the jitters out, you guys kind of really settled in after that. One of our main goals on both sides of the ball is to limit our unforced penalties, motions, uh, lining up offsides, any sort of formation issues. So we got to go back to the drawing board and figure out how to fix those things. But you're right. We can't start first and 15. We can't give them first and five. Uh, at halftime, you guys were down by 11. It, the game wasn't out of reach at that point by any means. But uh, what did you tell your guys to really keep them fired up and keep them in that game? Because, of course, that le leads to Steve Pinter's pick six, which yeah. really changed the momentum of this yeah, game. Yeah, we, we talked about the attitude of the defense, you know, being relentless, not considering any of the circumstances outside of their control, including the score and, uh, and whatever the opponent is on the field. So they came out of half confident, made a play, big play, turned the tide a little bit. Uh, as far as halftime adjustments, we just made some alignment changes. I talked to the offense. Is, 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 we got to put the ball in the end zone. Uh, that's the bottom line. That's our job is, is when we're in the red zone, green zone, we got to punch that thing in, and we're going to do a better job moving forward. We have to in this conference. All right, well, Coach, Coach, oh, Coach um, Father Mike Leitner uh, here for the radio station just doing uh, some color commentary. What I noticed is being a former offensive lineman myself, you came out in the second half and you had some nice long drives where you controlled the line, line of scrimmage. It seemed like early on that Bennett was, uh, their linebackers were flashing. They were coming across the face. They were stopping you short, but you got s some nice long runs in there and you started moving inside with your passing game. How did that affect uh, the time management at the end and getting a chance to win there at the end. Yeah, we're, we're a ball control based offense. So anytime our backs are against the wall and we have a short clock, we've got to go outside of our comfort zone a little bit and make some more uh, aggressive play calls and aggressive throws. But uh, in our power running game and in our read running game, we really do uh, uh, pride ourselves on coming off with flat backs and moving people. They We talked about them being an aggressive defense, a really heavy run defending linebacking crew. And we thought we could create some seams or catch them in a blitz if we can manipulate the front of our offense we really wanted to control 48 and figure out where he was on the field he was definitely a factor uh hats off to him and coach new over at bennett had his crew well prepared um and at certain points in the game they dictated to what we were doing instead of us dictating to them uh next week your first conference road game uh, against marist uh what are some of the things you're going to take away from tonight to help you prepare for that game next week very similar offense uh very big threat at the quarterback position a very well coached team we're going to have that that's going to be an even uh Common theme coming here on out is well coached, tough, hard nosed Catholic League football. Uh, Marist is going to is a team that expects a program that expects to be in the in the Thanksgiving weekend state title series, and uh, they've got some playmakers. Our defense is going to be up to the challenge. Our offense has to overcome another physical front, a, a, a seven man box with guys that are some of them are collegiate 
players, caliber players are ready. So uh, we got to get back to the drawing board nearly immediately to get ready for that contest. I just wanted to say what a great defensive game you guys played. There was a lot of threats on the field with Bennett. They had some very large receivers, some very big guys, in a sense, on the offensive line. Um, what did you do there to, to look at that, uh, that mismatch uh, with that receiver on the end? I can't remember his name, but you had 21 awe on him yeah. most of the game, and he did an incredible job. He was the Catholic uh, player of the week this week, but he did an awesome job covering them, and you kind of held them you know, to 14 points, right. and they had some big play capability. They missed maybe six throughout the whole game, or it could have been a different ball game. Absolutely. They took some shots, and they, they had some in, uh, some situations in the game where they kind of beat us and, and didn't quite capitalize on that play. But from a personnel standpoint, we don't take for granted anything that that uh, we do out there. We don't, we don't take a lot of risks. We play sound football from a fundamental standpoint, and our guys, even though maybe undersized, are very, very scrappy and are very, very determined to get their job done. All right, uh, Coach, uh, I'll let you go and uh, talk to your team. But, uh, you know, tough loss this week, but you guys played a heck of a game, and uh, good luck next week against Thanks Harris. a lot. Thanks a lot, Paul. Really appreciate it. Father, thank you for the coverage. Appreciate it. All right, that's Mike Maloney, head coach of Marion Central, as they drop this one at home today, 14-10. to 10, A really hard-fought game as they really stayed in it the whole time, but unfortunately just came up on the losing end of that things. So we're going to go ahead and sign things off now. But before we go, uh, if you enjoyed that the game that you heard today on the All-Star Catholic High School Football Game of the Week, uh, you can listen to it again later on demand. Make sure you go to WSFICatholicRadio.org. Click on Listen, then Programming. That's WSFICatholicRadio.org. Listen, then Programming. So uh, you want to sign things off uh, the blessing here, Father Michael? Sure. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And remember, prayer or peace is the byproduct of prayer, and keep Jesus in your hearts. All right. Amen. Thank you, Father Michael Leitner. So for Father Michael Leitner and all the great staff at WSFI Radio, I'm Paul Shavari. Thank you for listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Football Game of the Week on WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio.